0: Hi folks, Andy here, uh, butting in quickly just to tell you some exciting news about the Outside Xbox and Oxventure and Outside Extra merch store warehouse sale. That's right, our warehouse where our merch is kept. And it's a bit like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they store all of the Arcs of the Covenant and deadly religious relics. In there, they moved some boxes around and found some old merch that we thought was lost forever, but it's not. It exists and is on sale for you to buy at drastically discounted prices. That's right. It's up to 70% off. There are some legacy products in there that uh, you maybe thought they were sold out forever, but no, they're there. There's some old Hallow Stream stuff. The t-shirts we designed in Jackbox. If you've ever wanted a lasagna my dudes t-shirt with a pizza firing guns on it, now is your last chance. It is also the last chance to get your hands on the Oxventurer's Guild Moonbeam dice set. They're on there right now so head on over to store.outsidexbox.com uh, click on the banner there saying warehouse sale and you too could get yourself some incredible savings uh, so check it out thanks for listening right back to the podcast
1: Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at Dicebreaker.com.
3: Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It is a D&D and sometimes other tabletop role-playing games podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure and talk about them. Hi, Mike. I'm joined by Mike, everybody. Hello. It's Mike. Hi, Give it's me. Give it up me. for Mike. And, um, I'm listening to the
5: applause and I'm not hearing it. Come on, clap, uh, clap louder.
3: All yeah. Right, he's fine. like Tinkerbell and he dies if <laughs> yeah, there's exactly, insufficient yeah. applause. Yeah, I play Zilla, who is a, a cutter, a brawler type in Blades in the Dark.
5: And I play Barnaby, who is a slide, who are the smooth talking, uh, con men types, basically.
3: Right. A blagger. A, a blagger. A professional blagger. A Post blagger boy. and a blaggard. Yes. This week, we're listening to High Stakes at the Splintered Bone, which was the fourth adventure, the fourth session in the Blades in the Dark first ever season that we played on Oxventure a couple of years ago now.
6: So Mm. fancy
3: that. And it stars Zilla and Barnaby, none other, which makes it extra appropriate that it's me and you today, Mike. What a
5: team. What a team we make. Zilla doing all the useful stuff and Barnaby making a nuisance of himself, basically, for most of it, as I recall, anyway.
3: Quick status update, I was at the dentist this morning. Check me out, so uh pretty good I am self conscious about how I had some local anesthetic <laughs> um <laughs> in my face. My face still feels a little numb, so if I sound different, it's because I've left it as long as humanly possible um for the for the numbness to wear off.
5: Well, we got a deadline. we, actually, we got a podcast we've got to get a out.
3: deadline. we gotta record this podcast, um, uh, but if I sound odd, then um you can consider it. An exciting experiment in podcast creation in that <laughs> one of the hosts is dealing with a numb face.
5: We're so innovative, Jane. Yeah. We're such yeah. an innovative podcast. I'm
3: pushing boundaries by coming to the podcast with half my face, uh, not in action. So that I'm trying very hard. I'm going to enunciate. In fact, I'm probably going to sound more cut glass pronunciation yeah. this week because I'm trying very hard. Anyway, that's my that's my day today. How's yours been, Mike?
5: Status update. I have no excuse for my poor diction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just you how what? I talked. Um uh, I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a busy week. I popped over to Loading Bar uh last night. Sight of so many of our great triumphs and tragedies in tabletop. Uh and hung out there for a bit. Uh I've got a so I bought an arcade machine, and it lives there at the moment. And so, pretty soon, people are going to be able like, to play on it.
3: It's like when you buy a horse, but they look after it for you in yeah. a stable somewhere. Yes, it's, yeah, so it's being stuff. looked
5: after at Loading Bar. It's got Street Fighter Two Turbo in it, okay. um, and pretty soon people will be able to go and play on it. I think from sort of. <laughs> and if
3: switch. they feed coins into it, is it like they're putting coins directly into your pocket?
5: uh somewhat like that yeah sort bit. of and also G- jimmy from loading bars pocket basically anything it makes is going to be yeah. is going to be split between the two mm-hmm. of us check um, you out
3: a so, yeah. Savvy investor, but also, haven't you acquired two arcade cabinets? Isn't there well, another uh,
5: arcade yes. cabinet in the
3: room v- behind you right now yes. on the Zoom call?
5: Well, I can't have. I can't just buy one that lives in a bar, Jane. I've got to also have one that lives in my house. It's to
3: keep your other arcade cabinets company. Exactly. Yeah. They get so, lonely. They need a child, a son. <laughs>
5: yeah. So uh, I got the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Two arcade one up as well, which is yeah. it was on sale, and you're
3: gradually uh, filling the room. Yeah. It's like a, a miniature arcade. It's yeah. fun.
5: It's they are they are lots of fun to play with, and it's uh, it's mm. become a bit of. I think I mentioned on a previous podcast. It was a bit of a lockdown obsession that, that's, Definitely gotten out of hand. At the and point now when you don't need got... to go
3: to the arcade. Yeah, exactly. I've got it. Got it You can home. just spill drinks on your floor and have a sticky carpet and play play yeah. at home. i
5: yeah. Just bring a jumbo Fanta home and pour it on the <laughs> carpet, and then it's the it's the full effect
3: so. for the for the authentic ambience. Exactly, of like yeah. a retro arcade.
5: I'm a sucker cool. for a theme, and so you know, yeah, I'll buy myself a tasteless carpet and stick some UV lighting in, and and yeah, and then soft drinks everywhere.
3: Hooray! I'll come round when you get one of those. Um, What's it? Ski ball? Is it the one where you get like tickets oh, yeah. out, where you throw balls and then you get little tickets well, out and you exchange them for prizes? That's ski ball is the one that. where you
5: roll it and it pops up the, one? up the thing. Okay. Uh, yep. And then there's also the yeah the sort of NBA style yeah. basketball type one. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I like the
3: ones where you get prizes.
5: I don't know if they do miniaturised versions of that yet, but as soon as they do, Jane, I'll be right on it,
3: and I'll be there. <laughs> Didn't you also go to some some sort of press event some kind of yes. schmooze for the Mandalorian season 4.
5: Yes, so we were invited by Disney uh over to they had a little pop-up thing in Piccadilly Circus in London. Um it was quite cool actually. So it was a uh in celebration of Mandalorian which is streaming on Disney Plus from the 1st of March, I believe. Very exciting. It's going to have to go some to top andor, I think we can all agree, but um but it'll be very good. Mandalorian's always good. Um
3: Did they have wh- a Grogu? Did they have a baby Yoda there?
5: They had Grogu-shaped cookies, um, good, but the the um, idea behind it was that they had an actual forge. So you know the sort of Beskar ingots that are the kind yep. of trading, yep. 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 trading stuff of the Mandalorians. Um, they were actually sort of you know hammering stamps into into these ingots uh, in oh. an actual forge with with oh. big
3: big did hammers. You get an and... ingot to take home. I did, yeah, I did. What? I got a
5: little I got a little Mandalorian oh, helmet. You could make
3: Mandalorian armor out of that.
5: Yeah, so You can begin yeah.
3: collecting your set of uh, I mean, Mandalorian armor.
5: only enough to probably cover like half of a forearm. It's, but I'll, I'm working on it. It's a start. It's a
3: start. start there.
5: Yeah. All Mandalorians have to start somewhere, don't they? Right. Um. So yeah, that was that was kind of fun. And they had some like, not cocktails, but sort of mocktail type drinks. So I had some blue milk and I had, a, I had a mocktail called the Mandalorian, which was quite yummy. It had sort of pomegranate in it and stuff like that. Uh, and they had a live band who... Uh, what were they called? I have them on my Instagram. I'm gonna. Did they I'm just gonna... play the
3: Cantina theme? Well, no, they didn't
5: play the Cantina theme. What they did play what? was the actual Mandalorian theme, which sounded oh, very good very live. Cool. You know, it's yeah. that kind of cowboyish.
3: Sure, uh, I know that one.
5: Cowboyish yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, they they played that. Um, there, the band is called Blues Harvest. So well done to them uh, for being good and live. So yeah, it was it was a fun little pop up thing. It was open to the public for a couple of days, I think, but. Um, I'm a sucker for Star Wars, Jane. You know this. I bought a a custom lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge and all this stuff. You recently
3: went solo to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge while you were in in Florida on a flying visit.
5: Yeah, so I was over in Florida for like a weekend and my my spare day that wasn't at a racing circuit was spent at Galaxy's Edge because I hadn't ridden the Rise of the Resistance uh, ride, which is one of the two big rides in that park, uh, because it wasn't open when we all went as a group before E3 in 2019. So, um, so, yeah, I went specifically to go and ride one ride in, in Galaxy's Edge. That's how much of a, a nerd I am for for Star Wars stuff, and it was really good.
3: Cool. Okay, the big news, big, big news, if you are an OxVenture fan, and if you're listening to this, I hope you are, or I hope you will be soon, is that we've just announced a D&D show at PAX East in Boston coming up next month, which is so bloody soon. Mm. It's, it is terrifying
5: i have so but... much to do before we go out there <laughs> so yes you mean it's...
3: professionally or personally Profe- or... Professionally?
5: well just both yeah yep. so much to achieve before then um but yeah it's 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 coming up soon
3: we're going to be playing D D in the dragonfly theater at pax east in boston on the 25th of march so just over a month away you dragons can learn more. will
5: fly probably
3: oh right because the dragonfly theater yeah yeah that's good uh, learn more at paxeast23.com slash for the little link there. Super um, exciting. Good times, yeah. It'll Last be our triumphant we were... return to
5: the US, yeah, because we it was years ago, pre-COVID, that we... It was
3: 2019. We played a yeah. D&D uh, set. It's not a set. We're not a band. A D&D <laughs> session at PAX East in 2019. And that show was the one that introduced Suzette. Correct. The sister, if I remember correctly. So yeah. what, what cataclysmic event, what universe altering... Whose sister will be revealed next. Be, yeah, exactly.
5: Does Prudence exactly. have a sister?
3: Constance. I mean, who knows? She's a, an adoptee, isn't she? So Yeah,
5: maybe. That'll could be, be.
3: Could be. Anyway, that's coming up. So if you want to go, then I guess you need PAX tickets. But you just need PAX tickets.
5: So. Yeah, a ticket for the Saturday at PAX East in Boston at the end of March.
3: Ah, that's the key. Boston.
5: Uh, it's a lovely town.
3: So much history,
5: yeah, loads of history, and super walkable.
3: But the thing I find doing sort of American history tours as a Brit, if mm. if people don't think I'm Australian and they know I'm British, they will occasionally and not without good reason look mm. at me as if they're holding me to account for
5: <laughs> <laughs> for for the for the British occupation for, of the for, Americas,
3: for, yeah, for the for British rule over um America uh, pre independence. I feel um,
5: like I feel like you might be projecting a little bit. I'm sure, be, they, no, I'm sure they. I'm sure they don't. Play. I went on a
3: cemetery tour in New Orleans, New Orleans, and someone was like, and then of course the Brits lost that battle. Looked at me pointedly. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Dang. not in an accusatory way, but just like it's a bit embarrassing for you, isn't it? And I'm like, well, no, oh, I th- think that's fine and fine and good actually. Probably fine and good that that happened. <laughs>
5: Um, my favourite thing about the the you can do the historical walking tour in Boston which you could also do in Fallout 4 it turns mm. out you follow the line around the city but one of the most historic buildings when I did this, this walking tour of Boston one of the most historic buildings in Boston a site of great historical import is now Chipotle um, mm. so you can enjoy history and also get a delicious reasonably priced burrito at the same time
3: nice well the oldest Okay. The oldest bar in America with caveats, it's the oldest building that currently houses a bar in America, is in New Orleans. And it is like an old blacksmith's kind of That's cool. Bar. Okay. Yeah. But it 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 sells like the strongest hurricanes in like big plastic go cups. So it's wow. not like it's selling old timey, you know, like grog or mead no. or anything like that. It's like brightly coloured hurricanes. So in a similar wow. vein as your I- Chipotle. It's Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop Bar. That's what it was called. That's cool. Well,
5: speaking yeah. of Boston, last time I was in Boston, I mm-hmm. had a a Sam Adams beer in the pub across the road from where Sam Adams is actually buried. I thought that was again sucker for a theme, and I thought that was thematically appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Or thematically inappropriate, depending on how you how you see it.
3: I remember when we were in Boston, we went for like a jazz brunch. Oh recall? yes,
5: yes, I do recall yes and luke the... and andy
3: got very merry on like hard shakes
5: yes yeah it's
3: a fond boston memory
5: it was um, great it was really good fun because obviously we did an lot adventure out there and johnny was out there as well and so yes they were you know i think i can't remember whether it was luke i think it was luke who came up with the idea of the jazz brunch but i remember johnny being very excited by the prospect it was a well. lovely
3: lovely time it was yeah. fun it was
5: like a sunday morning wasn't it or something or saturday Aww. morning yeah Monday it's round. nice when
3: we all get to travel together
1: yeah,
5: yeah, I'm really looking forward. This will be the first time that all of us as a group have headed out to a thing since since all the lockdowns and such. So, a good group outing. We're going to be very busy, but it's also going to be good fun.
3: All right, I think it's about time um, to stop keeping everyone waiting and play them some actual, gosh darn, TTRPG. Oh which yeah. Is to say this week's episode of Vox Venture Blades in the Dark so have a listen and we'll talk to you afterwards
5: see you then
4: hello everyone welcome back to oxventure presents blades in the dark i'm luke and this time i am joined by why gosh who are these two rapscallions why who's that in the in the fancy shirts i have to be more specific who's mike
5: <laughs> ah it's me barnaby uh, the butcher ha. <laughs> uh, fortescue yes mm, the third
4: and Jane is here also. Jane, remind us who your Blades character is.
3: I'll be playing Zilla Bruzal, who is uh, a cutter, a hitter, but a cutter technically, in the parlance of Blades in the Dark.
4: Yeah, cutting is frowned upon, um, but not completely illegal in prize fighting. Well, that's that, yeah, that's canon now. Um, all right, uh, are you both are you both ready to, to kick off to begin uh, mm, on, yes. Blades escapade?
5: I had a marvelous lunch at the club earlier, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes, some chap okay. came over actually and offered me a wager to, to circumnavigate the globe in, in 80 days.
3: Yeah. So, so you'll be leaving then? No, no, be, no. I, I, I didn't soon.
5: I didn't take it up. It sounded far too difficult. Oh. <laughs> I love
4: the idea of being offered a wager to circumnavigate the globe and being like, no.
5: no too, <laughs> you know
3: what? It's too hard. Yeah. I don't have 80 days. I'm busy. Mm, very,
5: very busy man.
4: After the meal I just ate? No way.
3: <laughs> I'm going to need a nap.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So, we begin with barnaby and zilla uh you're actually out shopping in night market you've headed to the actual food market in night market uh because there is no food in in eleanor's largely legal antiques in the back room where you've been conducting your business
3: edward used all the milk didn't replace it
4: (laughs) yes well classic and and exactly because of that you're out buying groceries maybe Mm. maybe zilla you've resolved to force barnaby to learn to cook at least something
3: Mm. Oh yeah, you have to be able to cook at least one thing.
5: Normally, I have people one to do thing. that for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, where
3: are they now, Barnaby? Mm,
5: back home. Yes. Mm.
4: Exactly, back home. Uh, so mm. that's where we find you. You're sort of browsing the fruits and, and veg and stuff in this in this crowded market. Uh, when all of a sudden, Barnaby, you feel uh, you, you feel a sort of tug at, at your at your cloak, and um, sat on the ground. There's a. Uh, there's a woman in a, in, a, in a very ragged shawl who looks up and says, um, Excuse me, sir, might you have any spare change?
6: Mm,
5: no, sorry. You caught me without any spare change whatsoever. Just my fancy coat.
4: Very well, sir. Well, thank you. Have a good day and, and God's preserve. And then she catches sight of you, Zilla, and goes, My God. Zilla? Is that you? She springs to her feet and pulls back her hood. And Zilla, you do indeed recognize Daphne Bowman, aka Bricks, a prize fighter. A colleague and peer from your back from your prize fighting days.
3: Wow, hey, Bricks! Zilla! What are you doing?
4: I thought I'd never um, see you again! And she gives you a massive
3: hug. Sorry, I'm just- I'm just mentally recasting her from the Dickensian infant that I originally <laughs> imagined. <laughs> Okay, let me just recast her. Okay, there we go. And right, we're yes. done.
4: Yeah, and, and we're, we're
3: done. I'm I'm doing fine, obviously out of the business. Uh, how about you? What, what are you doing here? Why are you uh, falling on hard times? I thought you were still in the biz, still prize fighting.
4: Well, you thought wrong. Uh, her sort of Dickensian voice has slightly dropped away at this point. And the in-universe reason for that is that while she was begging, it actually... Um, behooved her to sound a little bit more like a dickensian orphan child um but that's but that's not what we're dealing with she's got sort of like uh um like slightly scraggly unkempt kind of blonde hair slight build medium height Uh, she looks like she could use a hot meal zilla but she's still as wiry and strong as you remember her from from the fighting days and she says um he fired me he fired me cross he got rid of me i got injured and that was it i was out
3: I'm sorry to hear it. I can't uh, even make a
4: fist. She holds up one hand and can't make a fist.
3: (laughs) Oh, no, that is bad. You do need one of those. At least one. This one's fine. Okay, okay. Well, that's something. Um, But not for you. You're out, is it? Out completely?
4: Well, not voluntarily, but you know what cross is like. One slip, one injury, and you're out. That bastard. She's referring to Cross Colburn, uh, a local... Manager, fight organizer, who you know, Zilla, um, runs and operates out of a fighting pit down by the docks called the Splintered Bone. And Cross Colburn has a, uh, yeah, a fairly significant roster of, of fighters, but obviously seems to have uh, seems to have let seems to have let Daphne go, um, having having sustained this injury. That means she can't fight anymore.
3: Well, I'm sorry to hear it, Daphne. That's rough.
4: It's all right. It's going to be fine. Do you want to know why?
3: I don't know, do I want to know why? I don't think we
5: do want to know why
4: she, No, go on Daphne, I do want you, to know why She grabs you both and sort of seizes you into a huddle um, You both feel her terrific and surprising strength as she does this Because I'm going to get the bastard back
5: Right, go I'm on I'm going to rob him Okay
4: This time tomorrow I'll be heading out of town I'll be on a steamer somewhere nice, somewhere fancy And I'll have a great deal of his money
3: and he does have a great deal of money, being a, being a wealthy promoter-manager type.
4: He does. And he's about to have more.
6: Really?
3: Oh, yeah?
4: Yes. Well, you know what tonight is, don't you?
3: Go on. I search my memory.
4: <sighs> Zilla, with a shock, you remember, of course. Has it really been a year since the Splintered Bone annual festival of fights... It's the largest showcase of the year. It's a whole night of fights during which anyone can challenge cross Colburn's roster of prize fighters with enormous prize money on offer to those who do successfully beat his stable of champions. And Daphne looks at you and she says, Daphne explains all this to you, Barnaby, maybe, um, because you're you're unaware, and says, uh, but that's not even the real prize. The prize money is one thing, but the real prize is the takings. He makes... Most of, most of his betting money for the whole year this one night the takings are enormous if we can oh sorry did I say we
5: you did you did oh. yes but I, I've got the feeling you're about to correct yourself
4: well the thing is it might be helpful to have a few hands along
5: mm, what's in it for us I don't M- do M- well with being hit in the face
3: Money, Uh, I imagine. Money is in it for us. I mean, but how much?
4: Barnaby, she puts an arm around you and looks at you, Zilla, and goes, "I like this one." And she does that sort of like mock kind of punching thing, like like that. I'll be honest, and
3: it's really painful.
4: Yeah, Barnaby. If if I'd known
5: how easy it would be for you to kill me, I probably would have given you the money in the first place. (laughs) Just so you know. Look,
4: just because I'm a prize fighter doesn't mean I'm a I'm a violent, aggressive person. Just look at Zilla. I've never met anyone friendlier, anyone more calm and peaceable. And boy, can I'm, she kill easily.
5: I'm terrified of her, if I'm honest.
4: Well, so you should be. So you should be. Anyway, look. I can see, uh... I can see myself clear to... And not that I would have any trouble getting the entire... Takings by myself. But if you if you did insist on coming along, I could see myself splitting it
6: 50-50. Hmm. Fifty sound percent robotic. being mine.
4: Split it line.
3: three ways. No, three ways. If there's three of us, split it three ways.
4: Ah, Zilla, you! She Death now she grabs need. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: three we ways. Just and- e- we just punch each other for a while. Yeah,
4: yeah. You just, just lightly, just, just yeah. to like. Uh, I'm frightened
5: it. like a toddler when their parents are play fighting. I'm like, is this, is this going to escalate <laughs> at all? I'm slightly worried
4: uh yeah to um it's to you Zilla, and to Daphne, it's clearly play fighting, but um to you um barnaby this is the this is the most intense bit of physical combat you've perhaps ever witnessed um, <laughs> it's it's extremely acrobatic <laughs> <laughs> it's like, theres running there's running there's headlocks <laughs> yeah yeah uh, at one point someone crashes through a market stall um and there's <laughs> but, it, but it's alright It, it, it yeah. is in fact all in fun yeah. and, all right, um, I'm dusting
3: myself <laughs> off and yeah. So it sounds like You've got a plan then Daphne I mean you must have Thought about this You're not just You're not just weeing it
4: I've thought about Nothing else Okay Here's the plan
3: I, Well let's hear it
4: We go there On the night Of the festival of fights Which is tonight Got it That's part one yeah.
5: Part two Part one Stored away
4: Part one Stored it No need to write it down You'll remember No oh, I think I
5: can handle Part one mm-hmm. Go there Tonight, part the part night. two. Yes. Get the money. You've lost me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. I think I've got it. Well, I know where it's kept. I'll just go get it.
5: Right. And where is it kept?
4: Well, on the night of, all the bets are, 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 are kept at the, at the betting desk. You know, then later, after closing time, when everything's been you know, paid out again to those customers who, who did win... Obviously at that point the take goes down and I become less interested and what's left is put away in in uh, in Colburn's big safe in his office and then well then I can't get at it so I'm going to get it when there's the most money right near the end of
5: the night So we're robbing everyone in the place
4: I so never really so thought about it like that The house always wins But yes I suppose we are yeah
5: Okay got it I don't have any moral problem with that just just you know wanted to clarify
4: Do you have any moral problem with it Zilla?
3: Yes, but I do want the money. Uh, and also, I'm no great fan of Cross Colburn, so... Uh,
4: no, you know him to be a horrible uh, and exceptionally ruthless
3: um, promoter. Yeah, in fact, I never I never did get level with him in the end, so uh, so yeah, I'm in it for that. But also, I don't think this is a very good plan. I think we're definitely splitting it three ways, because that's, that's a terrible plan, if I may say so, Daphne. It's uh, You haven't even considered security. What's the security like?
4: Oh, well immense, I would have thought. It's the biggest night of the year. The place is going to be yeah. packed. I
3: would yeah. have thought, how are you going to do this solo, Daphne?
4: Well, I thought one of, like, once I... G- oh, hang on. Oh, no, thinking about it, I probably wouldn't be welcome, seeing as you did kick me out and we didn't end on good mm. terms. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zilla, I'm so glad you're in on this with me. This was
3: lucky. This was lucky for you.
4: This is fortuitous. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're just... Uh. Even luckier for you, we're just getting into the sort of... This sort of field, aren't we, Barnaby? Oh yes,
5: oh yes. We're proper criminals now. He's
3: he's very keen. Mm. He does like announcing in public marketplaces that he is a criminal, but
5: Lovely yeah. crimes. We've been doing so many lovely crimes.
3: Eventually we'll train him up. Lovely
5: crimes <laughs> Uh,
4: luckily Barnaby you are drowned out By the hubbub of the market Your lovely crimes is just part of A, a general chorus of
2: fresh fish <laughs> Lovely fresh crimes
4: kids. Yeah <laughs> lovely crimes In fact an old lady walks past and goes Did you say lovely
5: crimes how much uh, uh, uh Limes but we're out We've just sold out Oh,
4: oh here's limes. You And here's me with a terrible case Of scurvy mm,
5: Isn't yes. that the luck and she sort of Hobbles off, teeth falling out again.
4: (laughs) Yeah, hobbles off again. Wounds opening up.
5: Um, Ah. Yep. Right.
3: (laughs) truly is a grim city.
4: (laughs) Yeah, just to let you know, we are getting close to performing the engagement role. Um, But I sense that possibly there might be a little bit more information gathering that you want to do. So that is part of the engagement role. If you have like allies, stuff like that, kind of obvious plan vectors, you also need to decide on what kind of score this is, how you're going in. Are you going in stealthily? Are you like barging in? Are you fighting your way in? Is it a social stealth situation? So some of this planning um, will come out. As we do the engagement role, is what I'm saying.
6: Okay.
5: okay. Uh, do you know anyone who still works for Cross?
3: I know people in the space. Not anyone who works directly for Cross, but um, I'm sure we could find out something or other about the security arrangements and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
4: Yeah, okay. Um, I'll tell you what, let's... Uh, let's handle that later. Engagement role time. Start with... Here's your 1D for sheer luck. hmm uh, Is it particularly bold or daring... Always. When are you not going to get that done? <laughs> um, have a word with you. You said
3: one D, and I was like, "What's a D one?" <laughs> it's just. Okay, I on. guess it'd
4: just be. Well, no, it couldn't it's even just... be a coin, could it? It's just. It's a, a, a one-dimensional object. Written
3: on a piece of <laughs> yeah. one-dimensional paper. Yeah.
4: Have a word with yourself if you're doing a blaze in the dark score and you don't get the bold or daring dice. Or is it overly complex and contingent on many factors? Nah. I mean, Daphne's made it quite clear. You go in and get the money. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Does it?
3: Well, we don't know yet. Here's the thing. I think we're hitting them
5: where they're strongest, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, kind <laughs> of.
4: Well, I suppose that's where the bold and daring bit comes in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation?
3: Oh, yeah. I've got loads of friends in the, in the space. Do okay. I need to tell you specifically?
5: You might even yeah, find, presumably, that uh, you know some of the people who are hired for security for that night, who aren't necessarily Maybe the prize fighters. There's,
3: there's a bit of an overlap, mm. in fact, between former prize fighters and, and current, security. current security hired muscle. Uh, I have a close friend, according to my, uh, my character sheet, my playbook um, Marlene, a pugilist, who is a, a somewhat successful prize fighter, who will be fighting on the night of the. F.O.F. the Festival of Fights.
4: Nice. Uh, tell me this: Is Marlene part of Cross Colburn's roster of combatants, or is she a, or will she be competing against them for the for prize taking?
3: She's a she's a contender. She will be. She's a, not a freelancer, but from a different stable, I think.
4: Brilliant. They'll have put that on the poster for sure. Marlene, fantastic. Is there anything else? Any other business from from either of you, Barnaby or Zilla?
5: Nothing for the moment. It's not really the circles I move in, to be honest.
4: Well, in that case, uh, I suppose the last part of planning that we will do, not in retrospect, is how are you going in?
5: Well, what are the options?
4: The options are assault, do violence to a target, deception.
3: Do, do violence.
6: <laughs> no, 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 carry not on. The, not the carry face. On.
4: <laughs> And again, this isn't. This doesn't determine the whole thing. This is just like the immediate, the initial, yeah. like moment one what's happening deception lure trick or manipulate stealth trespass unseen occult engage a supernatural power social negotiate bargain or persuade or transport carry cargo or people through danger
5: to me it feels like a a stealth thing i'm not i don't think my social skills are going to be an awful lot of help at least initially but there will be a large crowd which we can slip through probably unseen
3: also, I think there'll be a, there'll be a, a fair few poshos in the crowd. You know, everyone everyone from oh, Bollisport yes. mm. enjoys a watching bit of prize fighting. Watching poor people
5: fight, yeah. S- slumming yeah. it,
3: thank you. Now there'll that you mentioned it, there of... might
5: be some of my chums there, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it could be a really fun night.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So plenty of the upper crust. Gambling, watching the, the paws fight each other, uh, etc. cetera. Mm. Exactly. It's, you know, the sport exactly. of kings. Uh, I think we should go in, yeah, in social stealth mode social stealth as, trespass unseen as uh yeah as observers as spectators and then we'll be in the building already with a, with a good excuse for being there
4: I will now make the engagement roll and we'll see how that goes three dice hook oh amazing that is two fives and a six
3: Nice, <laughs> wow. thank you, Dice
4: Tremendous, okay, smash cut 2 You have slipped past the security on the door They were only looking for obvious weapons Zilla, you're quite a big deal on this scene, right? So presumably you are, if you're kind of going incognito You've got like a hood up or, or something, or a hat <laughs> hmm.
5: Fake beard
3: <laughs> Yes, yeah, let's keep a lid on it for now um, Yeah, I've got uh, just a massive cloak Yeah, big, big old hat cloak big hat big hat and cloak Uh, oh and um little like little old-fashioned sunglasses Mm. like gary oldman yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) little round sunglasses yeah
4: okay great um
3: (laughs) i look very conspicuous but it's not obvious who i am
6: hiding in plain sight
4: let's do um and daphne i suppose has also got a Let's say a matching hat, glasses and cloak deal. <laughs> sure,
3: why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
4: yeah. And uh, loads. Remind me what everyone's load is, Barnaby and Zilla. How are you going? Well, normally
3: I'd be carrying just like a giant sack of weapons and gear, but I don't think they'd have let me through the front door with that. No. So uh, it's going to have to be light today, I think.
4: Okay. Barnaby, light as per? Light.
5: Always. Always light.
4: Okay, so the splintered bone um, is, is basically um, underground. Literally um, in every sense, it is an underground um, fighting pit. There's an entrance under underneath a, an archway, a brick archway. We're down by the docks, remember? Uh, you can sort of smell uh, the very distinctive and not especially pleasant stench of the docks coming in. And as you pass the security and, and go through the door, you are at the top of a staircase that leads down to another door, and that's basically the main entrance. You, there is a You can hear the sort of noise and the cheering. Uh, like even even from from this distance from the top of the stairs, and ahead of you there's a, a woman who sits behind a, a ticket desk. how many
5: um yes, one regular ticket and one VIP ticket please VIP yes please yeah where is the VIP area w-
4: well, uh sir, let me see the coin first fine it's two I'm... coin for a VIP
5: ticket i I buy the both the tickets <clears throat> oh three
3: three one for one for Daphne and back oh yes,
5: I always forget about Daphne one for her as well I was gonna
4: say I wouldn't have thought a nice uh, fancy fella like you would be trying to swindle me that early doors she it's ribbons it's ribbons that's what it is okay. uh, yeah so Barnaby you get a little um, like blue ribbon tied <laughs> around your wrist Zilla and Daphne yeah you get like little red uh, little red ribbons
5: my security you understand can't be too careful
4: uh, but sir understands that they won't be allowed to accompany you into the vip area unless they themselves want to buy tickets
5: no but i'm not expecting the other vips to rob me am i so you know
4: <laughs> you haven't met our vip sir go down um and yeah you are you are now able to proceed down the stairs which i'm just gonna go ahead and assume you do we open onto a huge room um zilla you've been here before probably um many times many times Taking up a huge amount of space in the center of this big square room is the fighting stage, the the sort of cage ring, uh, sort of hybrid where the actual fighting begins. There's a fight in progress, two fighters like knocking seven bells out of each other. The smell coming off this crowd and this room, it is so sweaty. You know, like you go to a gig and it's just it hits you like a wave, that kind of humidity humanity in all of its vibrant sweatiness. That's what you're experiencing here. Barnaby, over on your left there is a raised seating area uh, yeah. where you can tell immediately just by the the, the clothes and the loud, braying, fancy laughter. <laughs> you can tell that that's where the VIP area is. To your right there's a bar and that's all you can see from this point here because it is quite crowded.
5: Are we going to uh, perhaps... Um survey the, the scene and see if the uh, we can work out exactly where the sort of betting station is or where the office where that stuff might be collected. Can
4: yeah, I, do, I Can reckon. I do a
5: survey roll? Is that...
3: Can we like mingle and move through the crowd and yeah. look, for, look for what's what?
4: Yeah, go for it. Why don't you both both make me a um, uh,
5: survey roll? Okay. I have one dot in survey. Nice. I got two. Nice. That's oh, a six. That is a
3: six. Three and a one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you split up. Um, Barnaby, you head right. Zilla and Daphne, you head left. Barnaby, adjoining the bar, you can see uh, there is a metal grill uh, against one wall with a with a hole in it, like a window in it. And above there is there is a, a sign in that says "Bets, taking all bets." And there are chalkboards all down, kind of like the the back wall of this like little. Uh, caged off area mm-hmm. um, that have odds on them uh, for like upcoming fights There, uh, there's a man uh, stood there taking bets and there's another there's another man in there as well who's kind of like getting up he's like watching the fight as it unfolds he's kind of like changing odds for sort of upcoming upcoming bouts and mm-hmm. th- that sort of thing that's all you can see for now but you have found it Zilla and mm-hmm. Daphne you spread left and you sort of push into the crowd as you go your uh, long cloak gets caught on uh, oh. gets caught underfoot uh, in the tramp it actually what happens is one of the fighters gets sort of knocked so hard against the cage wall uh-huh. of the ring that the people who were stood at that point actually back up in in fright uh. and in the stumble your cloak comes down someone turns around to to say
2: oh I'm sorry oh my god is that zilla zilla bruso is All that right. you Oh my right. gosh! I'm an enormous fan. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I just... Um,
4: oh my gosh! Um, and he, he he grabs the people he's with, and he's like, "Zilla, Zilla, Zilla's here." We we okay. heard you we heard you'd quit. Is all the ripple starts going out through the crowd that oh, um, no. that Zilla Zilla all is right. here. Hi, <laughs> hi, hi, yeah. It's uh, all right. Will you be uh your are you here to fight?
3: No, 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 you heard right. I'm out. I'm out of the business, I'm afraid. Oh. So pre- appreciate, appreciate it, but uh, it's not for me anymore. Someone
4: next to this man heard the words Zilla and fight and also leans in and goes, Did you say he was going to fight?
3: No, nah, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a um, school te- teacher now.
4: <laughs> school teacher? Yeah. What
3: yeah. do you teach? Uh, Needlepoint.
4: Needlepoint. Yes. that's hilarious yeah. oh man that's funny um, right <laughs> okay this kind of thrill uh, of, of Zilla presence kind of races through uh, the assembled crowd as you now move around kind of like uh, Zilla and Daphne, Daphne's still incognito I guess you're pulling a lot of focus uh-huh. um, but yeah a lot of eyes are following you around the room at this point
3: oh great good great going going good going well okay well um can we flash back i think we're better yeah i think we ought to i think we ought to it's going it's going terribly here in the present maybe it went better in the past to the
4: safety of the past (laughs)
3: retreat all right all right i retreat to the past where i was asking around town earlier that day what's the uh what's the security arrangement like at at festival of fights how many hired muscle types do they have do I know any of them? Who's on who's who's around and about?
4: Um, I tell you what, no stress for that, but make me a consort. Well, make me whatever role you think is appropriate, Zilla, sorry.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, I've got I've got nothing. I've got nothing in consort. Well,
4: Bill, you could push yourself.
3: I could but yeah, I push myself. I push myself Do it. to consort with my former. Friends and and frenemies in the world of Volusport prize fighting. So does that mean I get? What do I get for pushing myself?
4: Um, What you get is to take two stress and you add one dice. So if you had no dots, you can now roll one d6. I get
3: one dice. Such a treacherous deal. For two stress, that's a terrible, (laughs) a terrible deal. Yep. Uh, Oh, it's two. Oh,
4: okay. No worries. Um, It's
3: bad. It's pretty bad. It's not much better here in the past
4: it is actually it's not a it's not a total write-off let's say you you go around to kind of like try and hit up these old friends and stuff but it, you actually have a hard time finding them because everyone is at home like limbering up getting ready for the festival of fights they're, they're or they're out kind of you know pre-gaming kind of pre-drinking or stuff and you're not able in the time to kind of get <sighs> in figure out exactly where they are but but there is information that you already have from from being in this world. You yes. you know that uh, Cross Colburn has a roster of fighters. The primo highest tier fighters uh, are you know actually part of the lineup. They are taking all comers in in a series of bouts. Mm. But you know that there's a sort of lower tier of aspiring combatants who basically uh, cross Colburn, keeps around for basically no pay on the never, never promise that one day they might be called up to to the big leagues and that they do a lot of odd jobs around the place, primarily security. Mm-hmm. So the security here is is likely to be, and indeed is, kind of up-and-coming fighters.
3: Okay, good. I can work with that. Alright, are we back in the present? The horrible present. Yeah, you flash
5: back to the horrible present.
3: The horrible present. Let's go and party. Shall I
5: float back over, given that I probably spotted a bit of commotion going on and, and kinda of wandered over to see what it was? Um, and see that it is in fact Zilla.
4: You have it you have a hard time getting up to up to Zilla because there's a there's a a, a, a fan showing her a Zilla tattoo. Um,
5: <laughs> It's good. Is that supposed to be your face? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't look much like you, fortunately. I don't
6: know this
3: guy.
4: So he's not a friend of yours?
3: No, no, do what you like. So won't you won't
4: mind if I deck him for insulting my beautiful <laughs> Hold on,
5: hold on, let's not be too... It's a lovely tattoo, very, very uh, very. I know. artistic, yes. Yeah, sorry, I, at first, I've had a lot to drink and it, at first glance, I, I just I thought it was something else. My mistake
3: he's got a vip ribbon he's probably more trouble than he's worth
4: so. good point point. <laughs> and he's lucky he has that if i catch you outside afterwards mate oh there's no vip section out in the streets
5: well you know i could call a carriage which is sort of like the version of a vip area D- doesn't matter doesn't matter i
4: think i feel like you're missing the point
5: mm, mm. people
3: say that i withdraw me. backwards into the crowd <laughs> 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 trying to blend in again
4: this bloke does sort of he lumbers off uh. <laughs>
3: okay good Good.
5: Glaring at well, you, Barnaby. People here are so rude. Don't you think they're so rude?
3: No, that's no. That, this is this is this is it. Isn't this what you wanted? Didn't you want to be a, a now, butcher
5: or something? I was. I was hoping not to actually taste the sweat of the poor in the air.
3: <laughs> so you wanted to be a nice, polite, sanitised butcher. Yes. Okay.
5: Yes. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't go to a butcher that, that didn't sanitise things.
3: Okay. Be dreadful fine. Anyway.
5: So where whereabouts is cross anyway is he around you know? thought you
3: might know You were looking around What did you see?
5: I saw the betting area It's behind a cage Yeah So we'll have to okay. You know Go around the back Probably or something Also is there a security room You know Like a room for the the Security folks
3: Where they're watching nothing On monitors that haven't been well, invented
5: Do they get breaks You know I was told that, ah, I was told room. that staff get breaks
6: Apparently
3: I mean there'll be a backstage area There'll definitely be a backstage area right. That's probably all You know Security and, and fighters Preparing to, to come on And that kind of thing There
6: is
4: indeed <laughs> Zilla you've been in there before you know I guess at points in your life probably yeah. it's on the opposite side to where you came in um, so yeah on the opposite wall as you came in the door ring straight across from that uh, there's okay. a sort of discreet door um, that has two security in front of it and okay. you and you know from experience that that leads to a, a sort of green room where fighters okay. prepare
3: why do you want to find out um, our friend cross Colburn though Ideally, we'd be avoiding him as much as possible.
5: Well, I just thought perhaps, you know, he might want to keep me on side if he thinks I've got a lot of money I might spend on betting. So he probably has a vested interest in keeping me happy. So maybe if I, you know, I'm interested in seeing the fighters, seeing the backstage area, you'd probably be welcome around there as well. He probably wants to sign you up.
3: That's clever. I like that. You're angling for like the VVIP treatment Mm. because you're a a, uh, what do they call it a whale Uh, the whale whale. (laughs) right exactly let's see about this Cross Corbin Daphne where do you think Cross might be right now this time of night
4: wherever he is I'd like to get my hands on him and strangle the bastard but in serious answer to your question he will certainly be um, in probably in his office or in the green room he announces each fight individually Mm. Uh, you know sort of comes out does a bit of a show but um, I mean there's one in progress at the moment and it doesn't look like there's one to start Due to start until well for
5: another sort of half hour or so. So okay, time for drink. drink. What if? Sorry, no. You go. You've probably got more of a plan.
3: Well, drink if you like, but also, what if you were? Uh, how much? Uh, how much scratch you got on you right now? Uh, what are well, you care, uh, you?
5: Some pocket change, you know. Okay. Mm. All
3: right. What if you were to make a really, really extravagant bet? Maybe, Ooh. maybe you could draw him out. You know,
5: Perhaps, um, yeah. Mm. Maybe
3: if you demanded to see him because it was such an extravagant bet that you needed to.
5: Well, needed I, to deal I wonder with whether man, so. I, I wonder whether I could float the idea of an extravagant bet in front of him and then wait until he, you know, gives me the VI, vvip treatment and then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. afterwards I can probably put the bet on. Yeah, it's not a problem.
3: Good, great. It's an investment, an investment in our yes. futures. I
5: will as... need to know which of these two people is going to be killed, though. You know what. So that I can put the right bet on the right person, you know. You, I need your knowledge. They do well, fight the, no They fight be... to the death, right? No.
3: No. Oh. No. This is a semi-legitimate, partially underground sport in which ideally people don't die because they're in it to. You I've know, got make completely my... We're not the wrong end of the stick. Man.
5: Well, I thought it was a blood sport, you know.
3: Well, there is blood, but it's not a blood sport. No?
5: Right. Fine. So all these people survive. Really. They're all getting out alive.
3: Um, hopefully, that's yes. marvellous, I, marvellous. Ideally. Okay,
5: yeah.
3: I guess. Yeah. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to make a bet then?
5: Well, uh, let's let's find cross. I'll, I'll say that I'm. I, you know, I'm considering putting a substantial amount down. They'll see my new fancy coat. I had to buy another coat uh, recently. This one's even oh, more yeah. expensive than the last one um, what,
3: the one that got thrown
6: off the roof
5: no no roof. no I had to, another coat after that but then this one got ruined because I fell in the water yeah I fell in oh. the docks, so that it's was ruined so I had to buy a, a, a further even more expensive Chrome. coat yes. I've yeah, gone through okay. many many coats
6: yeah.
5: um, anyway so uh, they'll see the coat they'll realise that I'm very serious about the amount of money I have uh, and they'll probably arrange a meeting with Cross when he next rolls out for the, you know, the fighty announcey thing
3: sound let's do it
4: Cool. Uh, so it sounds like we're heading to try and find Cross. Is that would that be right?
3: Or at
5: least one of his representatives. Yeah.
4: No worries. Um, well, um, Daphne sort of sort of pipes up and is like, "This plan is great. I love it. Um, I probably shouldn't be seen with you if you're going to attempt it. As I say, we didn't part on the best terms. Yes. Um, so maybe I'll hang back. But as I say, he's bound to be through there. And she points okay. again to the to this to this door with a live-looking sort of security bloke um, in front front stood in front of it
3: all right well we approach the security bloke
4: sorry employees only passed here
3: does, does he recognize me zilla yeah oh my gosh yeah
2: miss brousseau so. oh wow
3: yeah i'm here uh obviously you've heard i'm, I'm out of the game i'm uh, i'm in retirement I'm <laughs> very much a great no, fighter
4: really, never quits
3: really really i am out of out of the biz, but oh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I obviously yeah. had to check out Festival of Fights. Yeah, I'm gonna come and see what's what. You've
4: been enjoying yourself.
3: I have. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, sweaty, salty. It's everything I love about the scene, and uh, and I brought a friend.
4: What do you think Hello. about Caro up there? Um, he he points to to the ring where uh, at Caro, one of the fighters. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon?
3: Oh, uh, uh, he's um only recently recovered from an injury i heard
4: yeah oh yeah nasty one yeah yeah
3: he's gonna have to take it easy yeah on his that, knee on that foot on yeah. his knee yeah of course yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh so i don't know <laughs> i don't know normally i'd be caro all the way but uh tonight i'm not sure i'm not sure don't tell him i said that obviously
4: no 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 no
2: it's a good all right. lad
5: it's all also right. uh she doesn't want to share too much information because uh, zilla's actually advising me I've, i'm good to put a few bets on you know i'm Rather
2: wealthy. I don't know if
5: you've seen the coat, but um, very yes, nice I, you look too, sir. Thank you, thank you. It's very kind of you to say. And you also are wearing some clothes. So uh, what I want basically is to just have a quick chat with Mister Cross when he's next available. Uh, just to just to be confident that um, you know this is a this is a fine, upstanding establishment, and that uh, there'll be no funny business when I when I place my substantial bets.
4: Sorry, sir. Rules are nobody sees Mister Cross. All bets are final.
5: Mm, Yes, that's not going to work for me then. You know, I really... I don't want to put my money down until I've met the proprietor. And it's a lot of money. Look at the coat. I point to the coat.
4: Yeah, um...
6: Listen, listen,
3: listen, friend. Uh, You wouldn't want Cross, Colburn, to hear that you were the one that turned this guy away, Mr Moneybags here, because if he can't make his bet, we're out of here. And then you'll be in trouble. And you don't want that. I don't want that for you. No. So... I don't like I'm not, I don't mean to threaten you but also I do mean to threaten you so I'm threatening you
4: <laughs> he looks at you Zilla and goes what would you do
3: me I'd let us buy I would let us buy okay I'm yeah
4: okay alright
3: I guarantee it will be fine I'm
4: still new to this Zilla I just want to I just want to get where you are one day
3: and... uh, you will you will this is exactly what I would have done
4: okay like, you'll be
3: excellent
5: at punching people yes.
4: <sighs> thank you um <laughs> <laughs> he spins around and punches the door he stood in front of, uh, and sort of reverberates with an enormous clang.
5: Very good. Pretty Very quick.
4: Good. Pretty quick. What do you think of my form, Zilla? I tell you what. I tell you what. Mega zeal. you can go through if you give me a tip.
3: All right. You need. Um, you need to fr- from the from the back hip. You need to drive it from the back hip. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not from here. It's from back here. And then I, I adjust his posture. I turn him around and wiggle this and yeah now try now try punching the door frame or whatever it was you punched
4: he throws a punch and uh, now he sort of puts an enormous dent in the door
3: um, there we go
4: oh i'm in trouble
3: no no oh, it's all right he's, we'll he's, say mm, i'll say i did it i'll say i did it
4: yeah, cool.
3: I, I, I autograph. <laughs> I autograph the hole in the wall.
4: Oh my gosh, amazing! No one's gonna believe this. Uh, yeah, yeah, go on to. Um, uh, yeah, Mr. Great. Cross. He's probably not in his office right now. He's probably in the. He's probably in the green room with the fighters. Um, yeah, he should. He should be going out to announce the next bout any minute. So you should just catch him. Yeah.
3: All right, we saunter past.
5: Mm-hmm. Yep. Scope um, out the. Can we do an, another cheeky scope out of the the layout? I mean, actually, Zilla probably knows the layout reasonably. Yeah, I've
3: been right? here. I know the general area, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Why, don't we, why don't we survey to see if anything's changed, if anything's notable? something's mm-hmm. things may have changed, yeah. Exciting.
5: I will do one of those. That's a one. <laughs> Ew.
3: Okay. I got a one and a five.
4: Right. So, Zilla, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're now in a kind of like small, stubby corridor. Um, back here, everything is like a lot more sparse. It's just kind of like plain, like brick and, and stuff. Basically, there's a door to your left and a door to your right. Um, The door to your left is, uh, you've never been in there, but you surmise that's probably where Colburn's office is. And to your Mm. left is the uh, green room aforementioned that you have been in before, um, you know, where fighters sort of, you know, train. There are some weights to lift and stuff like that.
3: All right. That's the office there. Should we swing by the green room first and check he's not in there?
5: Sounds good to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just see who's around. See what's what
4: uh yeah you, you you push into this room um there are about maybe a sort of like a half dozen like fighters uh you know kind of in very, various stages of preparedness. some of them are just kind of sitting around lounging, some of them are kind of like warming up. one of them is kind of like skipping in the middle. you surmise this is probably the the, the fighter who's like going on next over in the corner um you you spot the enormous familiar form of uh cross Colburn leaning against a wall and he's kind of like uh, speaking in, in hushed tones to um, to one of the fighters over there in the corner.
3: Alright. That's Cross Colburn.
5: Shall we go and introduce tell. ourselves or?
3: Yeah. Alright, let's okay. do that. Let's see what happens when you offer him a gigantic <laughs> bed.
5: Mr Colburn I presume? I hold I out my dainty hand for a handshake.
4: Uh, he um, uh, He <laughs> looks at your hand, does not shake it looks you up and down Catches a sight of you zilla and goes
2: zilla <laughs> how incredible to see you your voice Welcome. is making my
5: insides vibrate
2: <laughs> we didn't expect to have the pleasure anytime soon what a joy to see you again zilla
3: thank you well it's very hard to stay away you know i love this i love this scene even if i'm not i'm not part of it anymore i'll, I'll never stop never stop being a fan
2: you're here to fight no, no. You no, won't have no. an easy time of it. No,
6: no, no.
2: My no. roster are the strongest. Oh. The wow. toughest.
6: Yeah. The brawniest.
4: <laughs> uh, the the fighters in this that they're all kind of like everyone in the room is cheering and and like some of them are shouting like, "Oh, fight you, Zilla! Fight me! It would be an honour, madam."
3: Wow. Wow. They really uh, like you
5: around here. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's quite. <laughs> It's uh, quite inconvenient, actually, how <laughs> <the> high-profile <laughs> turns out I am here. Well, I'd like to introduce you first, Mr. Colburn, to my friend. Hello. He is, Thanks likewise, an enormous fan of Love yours, it. your roster, the scene. He's just just getting involved now. and he'd, uh... the
6: Then why have I never seen you elbows. before? Yeah. Mm, yes,
5: well, it, new here, but um, I understand there's a... A lively betting scene surrounding this, yeah. Mm. And I was just... I I fancy talking to the proprietor a little. You know, uh, see see what kind of operation you're running here before I I place my bets.
2: We would be honoured to receive your bets. You must have seen outside. Mm. There is a place for you to place those bets.
5: Yeah, it looked very secure. Is that that the case?
2: Why do you ask?
5: Well, you know, I just want to make sure my money's, you know, safe when when it's returned to me. I don't want anyone, you know if it's returned
2: to you mr well, fortescue all bets are final
5: yes yes but uh, zilla's you know offering me a few tips and things a little bit of insider knowledge you know
3: also he has a lot of money i don't know if he said but he has a lot of money and probably more than you'd like just you know sitting around with uh, with the normal cash
2: a you know? special what? wager how much I are we talking
5: mm well, that really depends I'd, I'd really like to look at the facilities first because you know I, although obviously all bets are final and it's a game of somewhat chance um I really I really do want to be absolutely sure that we're we're playing this with a straight bat.
2: I'll offer you a deal Go on. I'll let you place your bet and I'll even show you where the bets are taken.
5: yes it's rather if important to- Zilla fights. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Uh, knew it. Yeah. I knew
3: it. <laughs> I don't say that. Um, well, well, for old time's sake, what the hell? Flashback. Media flame
5: <laughs> Cool. Six months right. of pumping iron. <laughs>
3: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> flashback to five years ago. I'm training in a woods. Um, no, flashback to a little part of my brain thought that maybe, maybe, maybe I might end up in the ring. Or... Someone else might end up in the ring in a way where it would be useful to have some sort of rigged distraction. So I think we rig a distraction, something so cacophonous that uh, during that bout, during that distraction, someone else might have the opportunity to snatch some cash. Hmm. So uh, I don't, quick, help me, I don't know what, what the distraction would be though. Um, we, I imagine we came in, we came in during the day or like during the night, the night before. I can't remember how much time we had beforehand, but like during a quiet spell, mm. so we could rig something up around the rig. We certainly will have a,
5: uh, arrived a few hours early, but um. To so
3: case the joint, yeah. Mm. So.
5: Would something outside work as well, or would that distract?
3: Maybe. Attention. Maybe. Maybe. Like a signal.
5: You could just start a fire. If <laughs>
3: you. I don't want to start a fire in this club. No, it's a. Have you seen the fire escapes? Have you yeah, seen it's, the a fire it's a death trap. It's tra- a <laughs> death trap. I would not want to do
5: But that. maybe outside? Or not to these know.
3: people. Yeah. Uh...
4: Also, um, every single one of the audacious crimes that your gang yeah. has attempted has involved yeah. setting fire to it. Yeah, Yeah, um, I don't want to
3: get us a reputation for being the gang that like accidentally starts fires.
4: Yeah, okay. You might get a cool nickname. <laughs>
3: The fire starters.
4: Sorry. No, no, you'll get an uncool nickname. Ah. <laughs> that's the that's okay. the trade-off if we go fire. Let me throw something in here, Zilla. Um, you remember that, um, although everything that's happening here is mm. ostensibly nice and legal, nobody enjoys um, the scrutiny of the blue coats, who are themselves incredibly corrupt.
3: Right, right, right. On the assumption that there is going to be a really spectacular bout. That will be received with wild rapturous applause and cheering and and the rest. What if we arrange a signal so that during that cacophony, that chaos, someone thinks a bust is about to go down, someone thinks the blue coats are about to descend, everyone starts scrambling for the exits, we get the money in the in the scrum.
5: Yep. Do you know what would be okay. most spectacular? It would be if you made your triumphant return to the ring and uh, and and won. I think the crowd would go absolutely ballistic. There'd probably be a riot
6: here.
3: Okay. Okay.
5: Um, if we wanted to guarantee that, we could throw the fight or pay someone to throw the fight. I should say.
3: I don't need anyone to throw the fight. If I'm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wildly insulted. Just
5: suggesting you might be a little out of practice. But-
3: well, yes, there is that. There is that. Uh, it's no it's it goes against everything i stand for or stood for sure to cheat in the ring in the the sacred cage in the octagon of whatever destiny
5: so, fine you and
3: your uh, morals <laughs> <laughs> um okay what if uh do we have anyone that we can call on to um what about daphne daphne could start yelling about uh blue coats yeah yep. yeah we're rumbled yep here come the fuzz Yep. cheese it etc Absolutely. Okay, Daphne. Daphne's our friend in the crowd. Cool. Cool.
4: And you've um, cool. and you've arranged a signal for Daphne to start, you know, shouting about, oh no, a raid! The blue coats are coming. Uh, yes. And what is the signal?
3: Uh, the signal is, um, uh, it's good to be back, which is what I will scream mm-hmm. Great. when I knock out cold whoever it is. <laughs> Then I'm going to knock
4: out cold. Tremendous. Uh, all right, that sounds amazing. That actually, um, for all the planning, sounds like a really, really quite straightforward piece of actual action. So no rolling, zero stress. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Nice work. End flashback. Cross Colburn um, is, is there. And he says, Mr. Fortescue, you will place your bet. Marvellous. And then he turns to his fighters and
2: says, And my warriors... Tonight, Zillow will fight!
0: Hi folks, Andy here, uh, butting in quickly just to tell you some exciting news about the Outside Xbox and Venture and Outside Extra merch store warehouse sale. That's right, our warehouse where our merch is kept. And it's a bit like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they store... All of the Arks of the Covenant and deadly religious relics. In there, they moved some boxes around and found some old merch that we thought was lost forever. But it's not. It exists and is on sale for you to buy at drastically discounted prices. That's right. It's up to 70% off. There are some legacy products in there that uh, you maybe thought they were sold out forever, but no, they're there. There's some old stream stuff, the t-shirts we designed in Jackbox. If you've ever wanted a lasagna my dudes t-shirt with a pizza firing guns on it, now is your last chance. It is also the last chance to get your hands on the Oxventurer's Guild Moonbeam dice set. They're on there right now. So head on over to store.outsidexbox.com, click on the banner there saying warehouse sale, and you too could get yourself some incredible savings. Uh, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Right, back to the podcast.
1: Hello, I'm Wheels, the dungeon master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town outrage as Pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts with Season 2 on the way. Find out more at DiceBreaker.com
4: So Cross Colburn uh, has decided that he's going to let you place your bet Barnaby mm-hmm. but the Zilla is going to fight in this in this festival of fights showcase he gestures to um, to in fact to, to the to the fighter who he was like talking to
2: before take Mr. Fortescue show him how we do business assure him of our security make sure he feels comfortable placing his very large bet uh you can almost see the
4: kind of like little sort of mm-hmm. dollar signs kind of in his eyes as, <laughs> as he's excited about this um, and i wish you good luck
2: mr Fortescue. may the odds be in your favor thank you mr colburn
4: um and then he spins to you zilla you can tell like this is his this is his main course this is the conversation that he's really excited about about having zilla
2: i must choose which of my warriors will have the honor of facing you in combat but first may i introduce you to the crowd
3: yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, all right, Cross,
4: cool. let's do it. Cool. You wait. You wait a few minutes until you hear like a ding, 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 and a huge roar goes up from the from the crowd outside. And um, and and Cross goes,
2: Ah, the bout is over. Zilla, come with
4: me. And he he sort of leads you out of the green room, down that corridor, opens the door. He's he's expected. So so now at this point, he's kind of flanked by security who are like clearing a little path up to the ring. Uh, and they've put some little steps out so that it's easy to enter. I say the ring. This isn't kind of like uh, surrounded by the kind of like elastic. This isn't ropes. It's a cage. Um, it is a cage. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a little door where these where um, where these where these stairs are. Um, that, that, as you approach. Like, sorry, go on, Barnaby. Uh,
5: all I was going to say before we progress is that I feel like this is actually a really good opportunity for me to look at the, the back room while this is going on. Because there will be some, at least some commotion. Yes. When Zilla is revealed to the crowd, so when we when we flash I'm, to when we yeah.
4: flash to Barnaby, we'll go back in time a little bit to see okay. what's to see what's happening with um uh with you, Barnaby. Yeah, um you're led into the ring Zilla um mm. cross as well. And the crowd
2: goes absolutely wild. And he says, My friends! I bring before you a titan of the prize fighting world, Zilla. Tonight we will have the pleasure of seeing her fight, my greatest warrior, Morlan. Crowd goes wild. You
4: actually, you've heard of Morlan before, Zilla, but never actually met them. By reputation, they are an extremely, um, fearsome and ferocious fighter. The cheering doesn't really stop, so Cross kind
2: like puts his hands up for silence, and immediately the room kind of like falls falls into a deadly hush. He says, "Um, this will be the greatest festival of fights ever." place your bets now the house is offering 8 to 1 on Zilla, 2 to 1 Zilla to be defeated by knockouts um, everyone
6: oh,
4: no. <laughs> um, again and everyone goes wild uh, and there is a rush for the sort of betting um, station If all goes well, this could work out very well for you because the potential score is swelling considerably as
2: everyone rushes to, um, place a bet. But first... But first... Enjoy another fight. It will be my fighter, Grine. Uh, The crowd goes wild again for Grine. And Grine will be fighting... Um... Um, Ah. yeah, yeah. Um... Please enjoy this bout and look forward to the main event, Morlan Zilla, the Clash of Titans.
6: Yeah,
3: one night only. Get your bet. Do bet everything you have, because uh, <laughs> one, one night only. So the,
4: the, crowd is, the crowd is whipped return. up into an unbelievable fervour. <laughs> this is a, this is an incredible opportunity for them. Zilla, let me just ask you: Are there um, are there rumours about why you? Like left the fighting world. I, I imagine it doesn't. Oh yeah, lots, okay. lots.
3: Because uh, I wasn't exactly like open and public about why I left. Because I left to join a, the criminal underworld and make better money. Of course. Uh, so so rumors abound.
4: Speculation as to why. is right. Yeah,
3: I, I have a large large family on my mother's side. I've got um, nieces and nephews and sisters and brothers to help support. They're all uh, Acherosian refinery workers at the Le- Leviathan Blood Refinery, and it doesn't pay amazingly well so i've got got a lot of people to to help upkeep that might and be partly though, my actually,
5: fault actually i think we co-own some of that <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter
3: <laughs> that sounds about right also uh, even though there's a lot of money sloshing around in in uh, volesport prize fighting turns out actually a lot of it doesn't go to even the successful prize fighters even the even the borderline celebrity prize fighters it actually goes to the the crooked promoters and uh, managers, and you know, and, and whatnot. So, and indeed,
4: Cross was dressed in incredible finery.
3: Yeah. So the rumors, the rumors are, are many and various because no one would, no one would believe. Uh, well, would they believe? No one knows for sure that I left to join a, a, a criminal gang.
4: Excellent. All right. Well, now at this point, let's flash back slightly in time. Barnaby, uh, you are being, you are led out of the green room by a, by by one of um, just ambient fighters kind of standing around um she's got like uh she's she's not dressed to fight this evening but um but you know she's kind of like doing odd jobs and stuff she's got Mm -hmm. her hair in a high ponytail um and just in case she's got her fist kind of like wrapped in cloth in case she you know in case she needs to um
3: it looks cool it looks cool it it always looks cool
4: it always looks cool just in case she needs to like absolutely break any faces on short notice follow me then um and sort of beckons follow you go you pass through that corridor that you were in before Um, and she opens a door to the office. Barnaby, as as you are led in and as you go through this door, something just catches your peripheral vision, Mm -hmm. like a a, a series of shapes sort of in the corridor, but but when you look at them, they they appear to vanish and and you... as if they were never there at all. How peculiar. Yeah, and you're led into the office. So in this room, we have an ornate wooden desk, which is... uh, Colburn's personal desk, built into one wall, is an enormous safe, mm-hmm. uh, it, like a very, very thick metal. Uh, it, but you are led around this room um, to another door, which leads on to the betting room. So you're, you now can like uh-huh. see you're you're on the other side of that grate on the grill, basically. Yep. Up on stage, um, no one is no one is looking your way because you know, up on stage. <laughs> Uh, all that's currently going on Zilla's being announced and this somewhat bored uh, fighter is kind of like showing you exactly how bets are taken
5: okay Uh, I'd like to survey the the room and see if there are any vulnerabilities at all Um, go for it so I'll roll one that's a three that's a three
4: you don't really notice any vulnerabilities Um, the only thing that you can see is what is perfectly obvious and what is basically being explained to you which is that you know money comes in uh, like amounts are sorted um, down by the on the ground uh, by the people taking the bet there is like a, a big sort of square lockbox. box mm-hmm. um, the top of it uh, is a series of different sort of compartments mm-hmm. um, for basically different kinds of currency yeah the, the security here is very great um, and mm. that as soon as as soon as the night is over and all you know winnings have been paid out again what is what remains is taken straight into the room you were just in and put straight into the safe right with no delay
5: got it got it um <clears throat> what can i do well i i'm going to chat a bit to the to the people who man that that room is that okay
4: it's okay for about another 20 seconds because they are they are about to be stormed yeah. by people wanting to place bets on okay. Zilla's fight.
5: I'll, I'll be the first to break the, the, the sort of well, not the first to break the news to them, but like uh, I'm going to talk to them about it um, So you've heard that, that Zilla's making her, her grand return. You're going to want to see this aren't you? Yeah,
4: Yeah, I should say. Incredible
5: I mean, uh, are you, I mean, you must want to watch the fight. I mean, watching her in action for the first time in God knows how long. Yes
4: oh, It's alright. We, we have a, a reasonable view from here
5: Right, but not, you know, you're not going to be hit in the face with the sweat and things, you know, all those things you people like. I mean, that we love us fight fans, yeah.
4: Are you boasting about your VIP positions? He sort of, like, clocks your wristband.
5: Well, we do, yeah, we do have a good view from up there. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, sure, by design. Yeah, well, I mean, I could I could let you, I mean, I'm close friends with Zilla. It's fine, I'll be very close to the ring. You're close friends with um, Zilla? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She's. What's she she's, like? Oh, marvelous. Wonderful. Wonderful. <gasps> very. Uh, although she looks like she could kill you, she hasn't killed me yet. So yeah, it's it's great. Um, that is but, remarkable. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I could, you know, I could pop you the old VIP wristband for the fight if you wanted to nip I mean there won't be any bets while the fight is on everyone will be watching it so you, I could pop you the wristband well, beforehand as you...
4: soon as the fight starts obviously we you know close the shop No, bets yeah exa-
5: well exactly you could just nip out and watch some of the fight from the VIP area I mean you guys are doing a wonderful job so
4: and make me a roll Barnaby uh,
5: this is a sway and I have two dice for sway yeah. it's a big sway <laughs> it's two twos not, not so good <laughs> not particularly convincing
4: he looks very tempted Mm. and he goes actually I don't think that would be a problem I mean what's the harm Uh, but over here in this conversation is the fighter who came in with you and Mm. she um, immediately sort of like slams a hand down on the table and uh, says these betting employees stay in the betting area uh, she says it to you, Barnaby, um, hmm. but you can tell that it's actually really addressed. At, of at, course, at, at um, these, at these that's two. not a problem. Yes, that, they go back to their work.
5: Yeah. Uh,
4: Have you seen everything you want seen here? I think yes. It's thank to get you very busy. much.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I would like to see before uh, I place my bet um, would be uh, the other fighter. I need to know which fighter I'm going to put my money on. Just because I'm here as a friend of Zilla doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to bet on her. So let me go and inspect <laughs> the other the other fighter, please. Wow. Yeah.
4: Wow, um, yeah, that's the the, the, the fighter <laughs> you're you talking know, to.
5: Squeeze the muscles and stuff. Check it. Check it's all you know operational. <laughs>
4: well, it's me. I'm Morlin.
5: Oh, fabulous, fabulous. Well, you you look very dangerous indeed. Thank you. Okay. Well, lovely to meet you. Anyway, yes. Um, marvelous. Uh, okay. Uh, well, you uh, know, uh, I can. I'm sure I can see myself out.
4: <laughs> yes. In fact, I'll take you. Okay. Uh, she walks you back to the the, the green room. Um, but is
5: there a bathroom?
4: Yes, it's just next to. Yes, there is. Um, it's between. If you, I don't know how uh, clear the geography of this, this space is in mm. your mind. <laughs> um, as you, the door to the green room. Mm. Um, it's the next door to the left.
5: Cool. Fine. That is the bathroom. Yeah. I'm just gonna head in that direction.
4: Yeah. She. Uh, she. As as you head out. That way she's going back to the green room So you're parting mm-hmm. ways at this point But she, she does just grab you and, and says um, Mr. Cross Doesn't like it when people Jerk his chain He's been promised a sizable bet
5: mm-hmm. yeah. I
4: suggest you deliver
5: Absolutely, it's not a problem
4: Alright So you're not going to the bathroom to like Go
5: No, well I mean It doesn't even look like there's a window in there does it So I'm not going to be climbing out the window or anything
4: well you mentioned climbing out the window Which makes me a little nervous to be honest
5: You sound like you're the paranoid one <laughs> Now I desperately desperately need to take a tinkle So if you'll please excuse me
4: Yeah she, 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 she's done uh, yeah, so she, yeah she heads back to the green room And you are back, you are back out in the crowd um, As you get out there Zilla has already been led back to the green room mm-hmm. In the ring now Is um, Grine and Marlene They are pummeling mm-hmm. each other
5: Fine. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to place my bet. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. yep. I'm going to All go right. to the the front of the window. Okay. And yep, with sure. a knowing nod at the person taking the bet, I'm going to play. I'm going to place a sizable bet because I'm pretty confident I'm going to get that money back, anyway, and then some. Okay. So I am going to bet on Zilla. Uh, okay. And as I do it, <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to very obviously slip the VIP wristband ribbon off my wrist and with a knowing nod, pass it with my bet to the person taking the bets. And I'll be like, cool,
4: cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, make me, roll me for that manoeuvre.
3: What is that? I don't know. What is that?
5: I suppose the, the I mean, I'm slipping the, the wristband's not hard to, to put in with the, with, with the money. It's the nod, it's the, you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tempt this person into doing their, what they're Is, not it a to sway? Is it non-verbal
3: sway? Yeah, it's an. I would say it's and...
5: an. I would say it's a non-verbal sway. A
4: non-verbal sway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't <laughs> don't forget, you can um, push yourself if you want to add an extra dice.
5: Why not? Why not? Let's Why go not? for all stress. three. Stress. Give the stress. Yum yum yum. Uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, top results of five.
4: Great. Ooh. Which is a success mm-hmm. With a complication You place the sizable bet Let's s- Well how sizable is it Barnaby um, the- Let's say that because you knew You were heading out here and because you knew betting was going to be part of this You took the gang's Entire um, Finances <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Which as it stands is uh, Six coin I think after expenses and stuff you have, yeah, you, have, you have six coin uh, after expenses.
3: Doesn't Barnaby have, like, his own personal reserve of... Barnaby, oh, yes. are you... Yes.
4: Oh, yes. Uh, well, yes, Barnaby, you do have your own personal reserve. I might reserve, top it so- up
5: to ten. Let's top it up to ten coin.
4: Okay, so we're still spending the gang's money, but you're adding some of your own... <laughs> cool
5: Pocket change. Like I said, pocket
6: change.
3: I don't know what the economy is like in Volusport, but I feel like we've I've just oversold- destabilised it. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so, so, Actually, so it is a big bet.
4: you know what? Like, for the kind of bet that warrants like a special tour and mm. yeah. you know like assurances and getting to inspect the fighter yeah. it was going to have to be no, six was the I had in my mind as the absolute minimum um, Okay, because right, you know good. there's already some big big bets flying around here mm. yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah. 10 coin comes in um it eyebrows are raised not only you know like you know people around in fact as you so you're betting 10 coin uh on Zilla yep as this as this money goes into the pot. Um, the 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 one in charge of the blackboards kind of looks at the money, looks at the odds that Zilla has and says to, says to their colleague, "I need to talk to Mr. Cross about this. I'm not sure of the maths here.
5: <laughs> well really, you should have thought of that when you set the odds didn't you? you know
4: <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting such a gigantic bet so that that person is sort of temporarily scurried off to find uh, Colburn and leaving the leaving the other person yeah they receive the they receive the wristband they look at it and uh and they look at you and uh, an understanding passes
5: passes between you just a generous man just a generous man well now that i've demonstrated that actually i am you know uh, as i say i am i'd like to go and give my my fighter a pep talk please i'm going to march back into the backstage area swan in yeah. no one's going to let's, gonna say, stop let's
4: me. say at this point the, the the fighter who punched the door is like so used to seeing you come and go out <laughs> the- hello again
6: <laughs> me again
4: our newest patron Mr. Forskew yeah. yeah Yeah. okay
5: Um. what I would like to do is head into the green room where I assume that uh, the rival fighter is going to be carb loading at some point probably <laughs> and my goal I, <laughs> I, is that I, how it works yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um, uh and uh, I'm going to try and, well, whatever they're eating, I'd like to try and drop something in just to make sure they're slightly off their game. So, what um. I've done is, given that we're down at the docks, I'd like to flash back. And when we arrived, popped into a little bottle tincture. Nothing too deadly, just some. found a really rotten fish and basically wrung it out into a bottle. So, it's going to be a really disgusting bout of fairly uh, rapid onset food poisoning. Okay. Um, and so I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna basically uh, take a moment when um, when uh, Zilla's rival is is not looking uh, to just slip out of my fancy coat a little bit of disgusting rotten fish essence into the food.
4: Yeah. So in the green room, Zilla, you're mm. in here.
5: Uh, mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you up to?
3: I'm 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 doing the same. I'm putting the cool uh, wraps. Drawing on sketches,
5: attention, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, presumably, it's a bit of a thing watching the the pre-fight ritual
3: yeah 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 yeah. the pre-fight ritual of like putting on the putting on the wraps and then yeah. the gloves and uh, you know yeah warming up stretching out
5: on the other side
4: of the room um uh, is there barnaby she is deliberately not looking at zilla doesn't want to give zilla an opportunity mm. to get in her head probably um she is focusing up and yeah she is um she is enjoying a uh, tactical um protein based mm. um uh, modest snack let's make this two rolls Okay. Um, the first will be um, a roll for you Barnaby to to just get it into the food that she is currently right. eating because that it. doesn't sound straightforward I will make a second roll which is just going to be a fortune roll which is just rolling a, a d6 yep. and that will be a roll to determine how effective slash fast slash dangerous that mm-hmm. this fish that you found um, yep. could be to a fighter's
5: metabolism <laughs> it was foul let me tell yeah. you it was yeah. disgusting yeah.
6: Yeah, okay. you could barely
5: touch it <laughs> I'm going to roll a finesse roll uh, for uh, just sneakily slipping a little tincture into the into the food. That is four.
4: Okay, great. Um, and now I'm going to make my roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Barnaby, tell me, um, how does it happen? How do you get it? How do you do it?
5: I'm going to wander over and um, pretend that I placed the bet on her. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah, sure. So hello, hello. I just wanted to let you know I placed my bet, and I, I think, I think you've got this one actually. So um, I thought I'd place a bet on you, actually. Well, Should I here a, I you know, am the uh, smart money. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's got to be, got to be rusty, right? It's been a few, been a few months, years, whatever. Can't remember what she said. Wasn't really listening. What do you, what do you make for her pre-fight ritual? What exactly is she doing over there?
4: Um, well, she looks over,
5: and as she does. Yeah. slipping out of the coat the fold of my coat uh, yeah. is a small bottle uh, wow it's she's really going for it gear. and I, I just you know just drop a little bit of the old essence de raw fish yeah. uh, in, in there and then um, slip the bottle into my pocket
4: yeah brilliant uh, so that's
5: she's quite popular isn't she yeah <laughs> a lot of people gathering around you know
6: is um, she doing anything special over there
4: more than sort of like she watches Zilla for a while and then she shakes her head and she says she's good but she's, but she's, as good she's as mortal you. she's That's not a true. god yeah she's not mm. a god and the sooner every the sooner i make everyone realize that the better for the whole industry frankly
5: well once you've once you've beaten her what else is there you know where's left to go
4: you can she sort of flinches as you mention her like winning this fight it's mm. clearly you're you're getting a little bit in her head barnaby and and mm. she's not really into it so in fact that that let that be the complication of your role um she in fact she she is going to shove you quite hard Um, shove you quite hard away Um,
5: (laughs) okay well fine well good luck anyway you know break a leg oh no that's not that's not a fighting thing is it you don't want to break a leg okay at this point she punches you in the (laughs) stomach Um, uh,
4: take take me uh, yeah take level one arm punched stomach (laughs) Yeah, the well, un- unfortunately Barnaby, that's going to undo your healing clocks <laughs> it,
6: from it last time.
3: Is, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the healing c- clock.
5: Literally clean my clock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: She how has. Far, how close were you to healing? One, one
4: we und- segment. He was close. Ah. Maybe Barnaby, you would have if you weren't still exhausted from the last score. I would have and, noticed that there was a, little a punch better. coming. Yeah, maybe you would have. Well, maybe you would have had the not dodged it, but had the presence of mind not to to notice that her patience was up. But um, but here we are. There, there is a ding, 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 ding uh, sound um, from outside. Grine and um, Marlane sort of, you know, enter back in after their fight. Grine is unconscious. Grine is unconscious. Oh. <laughs> so not that one. Yeah, Grine is unconscious, <laughs> and blood is blood is pouring from his mouth and nose. And um, he's being sort of like, in fact, he's being carried in by Marlane, which is which is oh, nice of her. Oh,
3: that's nice.
4: She spots you and goes, "Oh, Zilla!
3: Hey, good job out there! Didn't tell it- Grine also good job." When he wakes up,
4: <laughs> she sort of like looks at looks at the limp form of Grine and uh, she sort of like slaps his cheek and goes, gee, that Grinezilla said you did very well. And then she <laughs> makes um, Grind's mouth move and goes,
0: oh, Aww. thank Aww. you. So I appreciate oh. it very much. Thank you.
3: you. You should wake him up as soon as possible, though. That is really bad for <laughs> you. As <laughs>
4: well,
6: you
3: know,
4: <laughs> as well, I know
3: that's what well, you
4: know it'll be fine and she sort of like pops pops grind down. so here you're going to be fighting uh, tonight that's a surprise
3: yeah well it to me too it, it is a surprise but uh you know when the mood takes you when the when the when the call of the ring just uh just moves you um uh, yeah so i agreed with mr mr Colburn that i would do a violence here you know <laughs> for fun
4: you're feeling positive she's a uh, she's a oh, tough yeah. one
3: Uh, yeah tell me about tell me about
4: Malin well she's a crowd favourite which is why she's on at the top of the show Um, gosh what can I tell you Um, I mean we are technically on the same team so I don't know how much I should be trying to um,
3: oh what the hell for for old time's sake come on
4: well um, I'll tell you this she plays to the crowd and um, Mm -hmm. she'll try and get you to tilt she'll try and get inside your head
3: Oh, right. Yeah, good luck <laughs> in <Getting laughs>
4: here. That's Impenetrable
3: right. fortress.
4: Impenetrable fortress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right, Zilla. Yeah. So anyway, best of luck to you. Um, I'd better get this one into an ice bath. Um, yeah, you, should. Yeah, you so, should. yeah, so she sort of, like, to- uh, like carries the sort of floppy form of grind. Yeah. I'm obviously um,
5: completely horrified.
4: <laughs> yes, yeah, Barnaby, um, this <laughs> is, the, is a lot of blood. What is happening here? Yeah. Um, and from outside, suddenly you can hear... Um, the the booming voice of Cross which carries
2: through the walls Ladies and gentlemen the headline bout. Morlin versus a legend of fighting Zilla <sighs>
6: <sighs>
4: And it is yep. it is time to head out there. Um Yeah. Zilla as you walk to the door, actually Morland just like pushes past you and, and gets out ahead of you all right um walks out first the mind games
5: begin <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah 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 yeah, age before beauty there you go i don't know how old they are <laughs> um
4: it's hard to tell because they uh, their um noses have been broken so many times there's a, mm. and a lot of scars and stuff okay now, yeah. okay um all right yes uh well you head out you are led up as before that in, into the ring colburn um, sort of, you know, sort of holds up like in- introduces you both. Do you have like a nickname Zilla? Did you have a did the you The Bruiser? A ni- the Bruiser. Zilla the
3: Bruiser. Yeah. Bruiser. bruiser.
2: Yeah. yeah. The Bruiser Bruiser Against Morland the Mangler <laughs> Colburn is kind of,
4: you know, shuffling backwards, kinda of, he he has to really duck to get through this metal door in the in, in the cage. Yeah. And before you know it, um uh, Zilla, you are you are finding a familiar place um in in one corner of the ring and yeah. uh morland she is kind of you know sort of like flexing her neck she's kind of like bouncing on her on 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 the balls of her feet she's like you know giving the crowd some of that um they are they are really amped up and the bell rings and it seconds away ding 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 and uh she sprints at you um
6: Whoa. running
4: with an uppercut what, all right yeah what do <laughs>
6: chill search,
3: Yeah. I dodge out of the way I dodge
4: make me a roll and I tell you what this roll will cover the first round
3: ooh okay cool
5: how many uh, rounds
3: 12
5: uh, um, 6 4 4 rounds got
3: unless someone gets knocked unconscious yes yes okay well I've got 2 in skirmish and also 2 in wreck and I feel like I'm more skirmishing than I am wrecking right now okay so I'm gonna well I mean not that it makes a numerical difference but there we go and uh that's four
4: you duck out of the way um you don't get hit with this kind of like devastating uppercut it's tremendously fast Zilla yeah yeah yeah. like
3: quicksilver
4: yeah uh, you you duck out the way but she um the the speed does kind of have you slightly on the back foot and she does kind of like start getting in some less devastating sort of body blows um you are um she's fast she is fast yeah um uh, over the course of this kind of like first round um you're both kind of just like sizing each other up there are no like at one point like you seem to sort of have her on the ropes but when you go for mm. a knockout blow she just sort of ducks under and and is somehow around the back of you and sweeps the leg oh
3: man how yeah. is she tall what's her range
4: um she's uh sort of medium height um a similar build to you actually oh,
3: oh okay
5: yeah
4: okay. similar reach okay. yeah okay uh, barnaby where uh-huh. are you in all this
5: uh i'm uh, hovering near the entrance to the backstage area. And and keep an eye on what's going on. I'm gonna wait until it looks like I, I you know I assume it's gonna go the full four rounds because these are two hardened competitors, and I'm gonna probably make my move uh, as the fourth round begins. That's where I I will be for the for this part of the fight. But keeping keeping an eye on it so I know what's you know when's the right moment.
4: Cool, biding your time. Mm-hmm. Um, as you sort of uh, look out over the crowd, um, you you think you spot several pairs of eyes. Uh, looking at you, you know that feeling, like that uncomfortable mm. feeling that like you're being watched. Yep. But when you kind of look over in their direction, um, again, like there's nothing there. Ding, ding, ding. Round two. Um, all, right. all right, Zilla. Okay. How, how are you kind out? She's got with speed,
3: this one? but I've got stamina, so I am going to uh, wear her out. I'm going to get in really close and rain down blows, um, and uh, and yeah, hope that she can't keep up with the, um, okay. the speed and ferocity and and relentlessness of uh blow after body blow you're
4: leaning on this on your on your strong strong stamina great mm-hmm. yeah yeah All Yeah. Right.
3: been doing my cardio even though i haven't been fighting i've been <laughs> yeah jogging through the streets of volesport
4: <laughs> yeah it's been great you've been beating it's it's very, dangerous. Yeah. very dangerous very
3: yeah. dangerous way to keep fit in volesport is jogging yeah yeah
4: you've been beating the crap out of frozen meat and stuff uh, and also like oh, yeah. you feel um uh it, it it's like riding a bike
3: violently riding a bike yes yes.
4: it's like punching a bike
3: yeah i love it she loves it cool Um, yeah right but right back into it like i remember why i did this it's uh it's just brutal fun it's such a rush such a high it's a shame it's a shame it's not a more profitable way to uh to make a living well
4: roll me for round two then
3: okay all right let's go uh still a skirmish because as i understand it wrecking is when you actually just want to destroy something. Stuff, yeah. when you actually want to like you know destroy something so uh oh i got a one and a six so six great
4: we go for the six yeah this round um Morlin is uh un- she is unable to get an opening on you um she is uh, as you assessed from round one uh she sort of like places an awful lot on getting one massive knockout blow yeah. in um but but you are you are too fast um, you are not giving her any kind of opening. You're not doing a huge amount of damage to her, but but I mean, sh-
3: she's getting worn out. She hasn't got the conditioning. The conditioning, I yeah. tell them. The conditioning. She's yeah. got
4: by the by the end of this round. Um, she's got uh, she's got like a small cut at the corner of her mouth. Blood sort of like smeared down her neck, and um, and she is um, pouring sweat. She looks exhausted, um, mm. but nowhere near sort of uh, physically physically broken. And it's like ding, 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 ding. And you you go back. Um There's there's a sort of there's a there's a man there who's like you know ready to rinse out your mouth if you if you if you want that zillow you, you know.
3: No no no, it's mind games now. Do I have any? Have I got like a just a like a nosebleed or something like that? Because. Uh like well, a little yeah,
5: Hollywood
4: leave, cut on the
3: cheekbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little Hollywood greys and kind of a bit of a nosebleed. And yeah, That the, the red mist has descended and yeah. Zilla's like... Mm, yeah,
4: sure, mm, mm. sure. Yeah. All right, someone's trying to kind of like wipe at the thing mm, and you're just like... Mm, mm. yeah.
3: <laughs> leave yeah. me. I throw a towel over here and...
4: Yeah, exactly. yeah, that sounds... Yeah. yeah. Okay, excellent. Um,
5: can I do a quick survey to see if Crosses uh, can resist the urge to watch this main event? Because presumably it's a pretty big deal you know he, he got into this because of the love of fighting surely he must be watching this one at least
4: he got on. he got into this for the for the love of um initially for the love of hurting people and mm. stayed in it for the love of making money but yeah he loves watching people get hurt people are getting hurt and he stands to make a huge amount of money from this so mm. you better believe he is watching yeah he yep. is um he's in the vip area actually yeah okay kind of st- he sort of stu- he sort of stood just like watching intently he's not carousing or cheering Great. or anything he's just watching good
5: and if i glance over at the betting desk does the person who i slipped the vip ribbon to are they looking tempted are they looking antsy like they want to get out there and see this history being made
4: you don't see them at all
5: interesting good
4: there's a, there's a sign, um, there's like a sign, uh, it says like no further bets that's yep. kind of just been like sort of like slid over the, the mm-hmm. sort of hole. Right, round three.
3: All right. What's happening, Zilla? Okay, I can barely focus on anything else because I just love hitting people so much. Sure. So I'm in the ring, but with what's left of my situational oh, sure. awareness, I, I do sort of notice that Barnaby is around and about, that the betting table has stopped taking bets, and I think this round... The goal should be showboating as hard as possible to just like bring the focus in so no one is looking at anything else this okay needs to be a spectacular obnoxiously showboating round for the crowd so this one's for the crowd this is for my people this is for the fans for The fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly
4: great okay well tell me tell me how you're tell me how you're rolling that
3: okay um well, it doesn't well, have to change I mean,
4: if you don't. If it's, still it's, a, it's a
3: performance, but it is still a fight at the end of the day. So it's just a. Mm. It's um. It's an, an elaborate, showy kind of skirmish role. So, oh, two fives. So five.
4: Yeah. Wow! Great. Yeah, well, I mean, you tell you tell me how 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 does this showboating happen, Zilla? <laughs>
3: All right, I start like dancing around the ring, you know, just kind flossing. of like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just yeah. an elaborate dance that I invented and yeah. um, will become known in the city of Volusport as the the Zilla Floss. Yeah. Um, no one's seen anything like it before. It's extremely distracting. The, flossing is uh,
4: advanced technology to Volusport.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 and I've discovered it. And um, yeah, yeah, it's an elaborate, infuriating dance like flossing uh, that draws attention, like flossing, and also makes my opponent furious at the disrespect I am showing the the sport and the art of prize fighting.
4: The intensity of the fighting it is kind of ramping up. Like despite all this showboating, um, you you're still kind of like raining blows and kind of like amping up the crowd. People are starting to look very sort of nervously over at the kind of Betting uh, shop, and mm-hmm. um, they can mm-hmm. still see the sort of like long odds on Zilla, and they're starting to people are starting to get a little restless that, that um, they might be suddenly out of quite a lot of money. But Morlin does manage to land one solid blow, um, <gasps> just just on your shoulder. Um, just take me level one harm um, for this, okay. this Zilla. Um,
3: okay, okay, okay. I would like nothing to point serious. Out, yeah, uh, and I, I don't know if this is probably not relevant at this stage, but it's never been relevant at all so far. I have a special ability called Vigorous. It says you recover from harm faster, permanently fill in one of your healing clock segments, and take one D to healing treatment rolls. So I okay. don't actually think that's relevant right now. It becomes relevant late, later on. Yeah,
4: yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds okay, cool. like, but you definitely not like this is a this is like a, a, a bad blow to anyone else. Mm. I mean, if, if this would put Barnaby in hospital, but um, but you, <laughs> you, you'll be yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nevertheless, Ow. level one harm. Mm. Mm. Level 1 harm and um Morlin mm. is kind of you know, furiously set back. Yeah, the round is over you're, you're you're back in your seat. Barnaby, you look over and you notice that Cross Colburn is not in the VIP area where he was. Mm. Uh he's actually ringside now mm. and um uh and he's having a word with a referee oh yeah
3: there's a referee
4: <laughs> yeah and then there is a referee but very, they're, they're very not like low
3: key yeah. they're yeah. not super
4: involved <laughs> no nobody wants them to be there they don't want to be there <laughs> uh yeah um the referee is largely there to do what they are about to do which is to uh pull a lever on the on the side of of the ring uh, which mm. makes like a very loud kind of like crunching noise, and some machinery at the in the ceiling starts to kind of like boop, 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 like tremble. Everyone loses their minds because they know what's coming. Uh, this is a very special treat reserved only for the annual festival of fights. Mm. Uh, and from the ceiling descend uh, two sort of large metal. They look like huge tuning forks, but they kind of go ding, 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 like that, and they are lowered down until they are touching the edges of the cage. And you feel and see blue sparking lightning, of electrify. electrify, This is what I was afraid of. So now that
3: I think about it. <laughs> electrify the sides of the I cage. Think about it, yeah, 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 yeah. I should have thought about the yep. the electrical element. Yeah, yeah. I feel the like component of the fight. Yeah. This is
5: my moment to go and um, <laughs> rush over to the uh, rush over to the slip through the office um, and and see if the. Chalkboard person is still in there doing their chalkboard stuff, or what, what they're up to. So I'm going to try and make my way to the betting office.
4: Make me—I tell you what—make me an all-purpose role for just that kind of slipping through. Mm-hmm. Um, you are finesse? known to yeah. the security person at this point, but it's—you mm. know—well,
5: I'll be able to walk past him. It's just about making sure I'm not crossing yeah. anyone in the corridor. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That is a two. <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> okay, I tell you what—you do make it in, um, but the, uh, the the chalkboard person is. Is right. back in okay. the, the the betting thing. They were unable to find anyone to kind of give them a, a ruling on this yeah. on this odd situation. So they've mm. just gone back to they've just returned to they've reset mm. basically.
5: Uh, okay, I'm going to go in um, and say, oh, I I ran into um, Cross. Uh, he wants to talk to you about the odds. Uh, I sounded important. He's ringside at the moment. Very very important. Also, you've got to see this. I mean, this fight's going to be incredible. They just. You know, electrified the cage. It's going to be astonishing, making history or something. They were saying. So, um, you should bring nip out, grab cross, chat to him about the odds, and then uh, stick around and have a quick look at the fight. You know, it's going to be incredible. The final round. What's it going to be? Five minutes tops.
4: Well, <laughs> potentially a lot less.
5: <laughs> if yeah. um, so if someone, if someone hits that cage, they're going to be uh, mm-hmm. fried.
4: Roll me for this, Barnaby, but I'll I'll tell you that you're rolling with limited effect here because. Yeah. Um, it it's would quite a leave- lot to ask them. To leaving would require place. them to leave you in the room with the money.
5: Yes, that's true. That's true. uh It's a sway roll. I've got two uh dice. Fingers crossed. That is no lie. Two sixes. Wow! Wow! That's there our first
4: are. crit. Woo!
5: Absolute crit! Crit!
4: crit, crit. <laughs> wow! Unbelievable! Our first. our, our first critical. Yeah. Um well yeah it's happening barnaby so what what do if
3: two if two ones is snake eyes what's two sixes
4: two snakes two yeah
5: two snakes two curly
3: snakes okay two curly snakes two curly there snakes
4: yeah. um double snakes
5: so yeah i I've, I've persuaded them obviously that they really do need to see this and actually they the pittance they're getting from cross and even the threat of violence from him is is not equal to their love of the fight yeah um so uh, plus they they feel like they're they're on official duty they feel like the boss has actually summoned them and that this is just a good excuse to to leave, um, uh, and then yeah, uh, they they I guess taken by the moment, sweep through um, and yeah, head off.
4: And they have incredibly left you alone in the room with a metal box full full of, of coin. full of coin full of the takings all the takings of the night.
5: What I would like to do is is listen. I assume that not only is this person rushing out to to see what's going to happen but a lot of the other fighters from backstage you know they'd, they're not like necessarily on official duty so i'm just going to listen for the corridor i've got a bit of time presumably as the round goes on to hear yep. people you know rushing through the corridor and then i'm going to try and um leave how big is the lockbox
4: the lockbox is um are we it's talking about, toolbox
5: size it's
4: about like yay big if, if- yeah, I mean, if that makes mm-hmm. sense over webcam at all, um, let's call <laughs> let's call it like one and a half foot uh, cubed.
5: Okay, fair it's enough. Big
4: and it's quite heavy. You can lift it, but it's a two-hand job.
5: Yeah. Okay. I am going to. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to lift it, and where could I put it? Is can there we a-
3: flash back? Why don't we flash back? Yeah. And I mean, pres- um, go on. Presumably,
5: Sorry. there's a there's a, a rear exit to this place within the sort of green room area right is there or
4: what an assumption Um, we are
6: underground
5: can't just just be one entrance why (laughs) because it's a fire hazard
3: (laughs) have you even thought about (laughs) the fire safety of this venue
5: they've got an electric freaking cage (laughs) (laughs) a a ruddy nightmare it would be if that thing went up
4: (laughs) okay here's what I'll um, here's what I'll give you there is no there is no uh, second back exit but in the green room while you were in there you did notice that there is a a ventilation system Mm -hmm. Um, it's like connects the it, well, there's 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 like there's vents in sort of every room just to like yep. make sure that this underground thing kind of gets like a, a good amount of oxygen <laughs> circulating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this this vent um is uh yeah connected to this 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 large. Why don't we say about a foot and a half <laughs> square vent? <laughs> um, You're just gonna post it. Like, yeah, it does. It, it, it yeah, it's um it it goes forward. Then there's a bend to the right. Mm-hmm. And if you can somehow get it all the way out of there, it will plop out into um uh into, into the next building. Okay. Into the into the into next door.
5: Feels like something I'd like to attempt, please. Yeah. Um yeah, certainly I even if I can't move it down the vent, it could at least stay there and, and we can maybe come back for it from the other side later on truly
3: devious heist Mm. where it never left the
0: building never left the building i'm not walking
5: out with it obviously and i think they'd probably notice if i walked out with my pockets jingling with you know coin so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna slide it into the vent and i you know i'm perfectly happy to if i can't get it into the next building from here i'm perfectly happy to leave it there reset the vent and um and come back from the other side afterwards.
4: Make me a, make me a roll for the for the for the venting process.
5: That would be it's not my uh, it's not my strong point. Uh, so I am going to have to
3: push yourself.
5: Push myself. Yeah. Which is difficult because I'm on four stress now at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to push myself uh, cool. and it's I assume uh, like a tinker roll. Like I'm fiddling with the vent. and. That sounds about right. Yeah. So,
4: and we'll say as well that this is happening in uh, Colburn's office, the vent there, not the green room, because it's, there's, we know there's no one in the office.
5: That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That is a two.
4: Okay. Oh. You get it into. Okay, you get it into the vent, and mm. you manage to like reattach the vent covering, mm. so you cannot see the lockbox inside this vent. Yep. You, however, cannot yeah you, you were unable to sort of like shunt it out the vent kind of like out of the sure. out of the bounds of the property um which is maybe just as well seeing as we haven't established where it would actually fall mm. onto where it to sort of like <laughs> plop. it might be that might be the police station next door <laughs> they're all just playing cards yeah okay stands
3: on a garbage barge and goes out to
4: yeah. <laughs> uh yeah yeah all right yep yeah. The money is... The, the entire takings are currently hidden in the vent at this right. point. I uh, ought to leave track. the office pretty yeah. sharpish, I'd imagine. Mm. That's fine. No need to roll for that. Zilla, final round.
3: Let's do it. Let's go to uh, electricity town. Yeah. Uh, we're in an electrified cage at this point, which is, um, as is tradition, of course. I'm trying to create as big a distraction as possible f- uh, to, to create cover for Barnaby to get the heck out perhaps with the money. I don't know about the vent. I don't know yep. about the vent situation. Um, but I do know that this is our time. If everything has gone somewhat to plan, then this is our time to make an exit. Yeah. Um, and, and make make some chaos yep. to, um, to escape under the cover of. Right. So I would like to flash back to um, our, us casing the joint earlier in the day.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And I imagine during the day, the venue is sort of just like a training sort of a training venue you yeah know, like kind of low-key low, low key, yeah. fairly empty people might be like practicing in the ring they might be you know it's got a gym right it's got a gym it's got a it backstage yeah and Colburn so charges I, people
4: to use the gym but um I bet
3: he but, yeah, does yeah. so we are here and I know about the electrical uh giant tuning forks in the ceiling area in the roof mm-hmm. area yeah so I am up on the gantry or what have you actually we're underground so I guess there's not a lot of space for gantries but um Wherever the tuning forks are stored, maybe they're not even up there most of the time. Maybe they're maybe they're installed later and they're in a storage area. Anyway, I would like to tamper with let's say the cage so that it is electrically isolated from the rest of the cake. Do you know what I mean? So that it so so the, the cage is made of metal, so it's yep. conducting, mm-hmm. right? So if it was electrified the whole thing would be electrified. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I would like to create a non-electrified... I'd like to, that to, to kind of loosen a part of the cage. Oh,
4: okay. So you want, you want a section of the cage, that a quarter of the cage, to be that non-electrified. That is
3: electricity-free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's...
4: You can roll me for that tampering, or you can take two stress and it just happens.
3: Um... I guess that would be a tinker. Mm-hmm. A tinker sort of roll, which I obviously have nothing in. I'm already on two stress but also i really i really want that weakened area of uh, of cage so yeah i'll take the stress. i'll take the stress i'll have four stress cool
4: yeah
3: i'll take four stress yeah
4: it's not a it's not a difficult thing to do seeing so as you're not actually tampering with the sort of electrical mechanism no. um all you're doing really is is like maybe sort of stuffing something cloth or rubber or something like somehow insulating a, a section of the of the of the ring right
3: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. During a quiet, when everyone goes for lunch, I'm just sort of like fiddling with the, yeah. out, you know, fiddling with the cage. Yeah, just.
4: uh... Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, you slide, cool. you slide some some manner of breaker in between the kind of like links where the where the. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. The, these, Pro- probably something I, I borrowed off of um, off of Edvard. Yeah,
4: yeah. Edvard he would, would know have, that. Stuff. He would certainly yeah. have helped you out with this. Um, yeah. He could have whipped up something. No problem. Some
3: sort of paste. Some sort of uh, thermal electrical. <laughs> insulating paste edvard and
4: his pastes
3: (laughs) he's got (laughs) so many
4: he's got a paste for everything that guy yep yep it's done it's done cool all right cool cool. so back in the
3: present
4: yeah
3: i um i'm wearing rubber-soled shoes okay did i mention
4: (laughs) mark it off your load but mini flashback
3: okay yeah i i I brought a pair of unusual uh, item i guess Uh, You know, like boxing boots, but with like a rubber, a waterproof rubber sole. Sure. Um, And uh, I'd like to boot the cage uh, in a way that looks accidental, but creates a spectacular shower of sparks that lands on the crowd... And Ooh. causes a great commotion.
4: Mm. Yeah. Okay. not so
3: deadly, not yeah. injurious. It's not going to kill it or hurt anyone, yeah. except if maybe it goes in someone's eyes. <laughs> but otherwise, it's just very dramatic and quite scary for a crowd.
4: No worries. Um, yeah. So you're kicking a bit of the the, yeah, the yeah, fence yeah. that is still electrified.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I let I let I let M- sort of like bat me into a corner. Yeah. And uh, and I boot, um, I boot the fence. The electric cage. Maybe
4: you're pushing off into a sort of launching attack. Exactly.
3: Launch myself at her like a missile.
4: (laughs) Brilliant. Okay, yeah. Make me, well, yeah. Let's roll
3: for for a skirmish again. Let's go. Uh, mm. Okay, so one and a two. So two. Okay. So two. (laughs) So
4: two. Okay, yeah, yeah. So
5: two. (laughs) There's no dressing it up. Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, (laughs) got to tell it. The tone of your voice there definitely sounded as if there was like a butt. Coming, Mitigating circuit. Yeah. There. But, but, yeah. there, but there unfortunately isn't. Um, yeah. yeah, you do this. Um, you 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 do kick out. The sparks do fly. People further back are cheering. They they bloody love this light show. It's it's extremely exciting. And this kind of missile launched thing that you've got going is really cool. Unfortunately, it's the launching attack bit that doesn't quite work. But Morlin mm. sort of like just catches you out of the air. And wow. sort of converts it into an agonising pile driver,
6: um, oh, no.
4: and just sort of oh, slams God. you down um, and take uh, take level one harm for me again, Zilla. Okay. Um, pile driven. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, while this is going on, I've I've sauntered back to ringside to um, to see how my wager is going going on my bet. Um, okay, Barnaby. Um, uh, um, I'm going to be somewhere near Cross, but not that close to Cross.
4: Here's what happens to you, Barnaby. You are sort of stood in the crowd. Um, As those sparks like, Mm. fly out, they uh, illuminate briefly um, two faces that are hauntingly familiar to you, Barnaby. It's two uh, hooded figures, um, and they sort of lower their hoods. And wouldn't you know it, it's Rosie and Josie. Um, They fix you. They sort of speak in an overlapping way, um, sort of like one starts before the, the other one finishes, and they say... You tricked us. The spinning top, it didn't have a ghost in it. We got in trouble. A lot of trouble. And now we're going to play a trick on you. And uh, they sort of...
5: Isn't wanna... it past your bedtime, you two?
4: <laughs> <laughs> you get as far as isn't it past your... And then um, two small hands are sort of on your forehead. And oh. Barnaby, you are sort of zonked out of consciousness. Um Zilla, you're sort of vaguely aware of seeing something oh, happen, no. happen to Barnaby up from Uh-oh. your position. Last thing the I do is look
5: at my glass.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, Barnaby, you are um, no, no. Uh, you are you are knocked out, and you don't know what happens next. But um, oh. but I'll just tell you, you are actually you are you are spirited away, spirited out of the building. Wow. Um, what, right? physic
3: Physically spirited. Physically
4: away. spirited. Yeah.
3: Oh wow. You are you, okay. You've been taken oh wow
4: let's resolve this fight
3: hiya yeah. okay I don't know where Barnaby's gone um did I see Rosie and Josie those
4: um, terrible yeah.
3: twos yes yeah okay alright the terrible two I uh I, from I think your something po- from
4: your position yeah like upside down pile driven um oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you could still recognise their Ow. distinctive alarming um okay little pale faces
3: yeah oh no okay this is a this is a bad turn yeah um <clears throat> All right well uh, as far as I know stick to the plan. I don't know where Barnaby's gone and the, the Rosie and Josie are probably bad news mm. but um, in the absence of any other Intel, I need to end this fight and uh, for some reason I've I have to I have to win this fight because the signal was it's good to be back wait no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe if I can just get demolished in a fight and then be like, <laughs> it's
6: good to be, <laughs> good to be back. It's
4: good to brackets have my closed back brackets back brackets broken.
3: broken brackets. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to lose a fight. I, you know, I, I've got a reputation to yep. maintain, even if uh, even if I have retired. So I look for an opening. I look for a, a moment of, of distraction, perhaps by the by the shower of sparks and the, the commotion it's created, and the. And the people yelling about getting spark burns.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I look for an opening and go for a really, really massive uppercut.
4: Yeah, brilliant.
3: Real, right on the jaw. Right. Full rotation of the head. <laughs> Total knockout. If it works, yeah.
4: Roll me for that, and let me know if you want okay. to be pushing yourself, etc., etc. Uh,
5: You're on
3: full stress, right. right? I am on full stress. Uh, how many stresses can I have? I'm looking at my character sheet now.
5: One, yeah, nine is yeah. it? Yeah, Start
6: yeah,
3: getting yeah. into trauma. Mm. Mm. Okay, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm already on force stress, and like, uh, yep. I know that's that's serious here in Blades in the Dark. So I will just go for another skirmish roll, and we're going for a, a legendary uppercut.
6: yeah Okay, four, four,
4: four. Okay. yeah Um. Yeah, your legendary uppercut lands it's not the knockout blow you were hoping for but um it certainly sends her reeling back into back into her corner um which she's
3: electrified
4: she doesn't hit the wall unfortunately oh. <laughs>
3: um,
4: Morland spits blood out like mm. while maintaining okay. eye contact with Uzilla and sort okay. of wipes her mouth very cool and she she sort of comes like warming up
5: how like, did that food poisoning go by the way
4: and she sort of comes like sp- sprinting up to you. She's kind of like sort of ducking and weaving, and she is like heading up to you. She draws back her fist for um for a mm-hmm. for, for a devastating blow, mm. uh, and right when she's about an inch away from you, she just vomits. <laughs> <Blah>! <laughs> like That uh, swings misses. Um, the vomit unfortunately connects with the electric fence and arcs completely. Uh, back to her body and she (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh (laughs) no by her own projectile vomit oh no Um, that's bad Zilla you and everyone else sees flashes of her skeleton as (laughs) she is sort of like (laughs) like that Um, oh no uh, and she eventually the vomit stream ends and she collapses in a sort of sizzling heap is she dead no uh, well actually that's not family.
3: I check her pulse I check her pulse right?
4: yeah. oh yeah you do it you check
3: her yeah. pulse roll for checking yeah. her pulse <laughs> yeah I don't know where the referee is in all this
4: but <laughs> to be fair I... <laughs> the referee could not have anticipated this rapid event. <laughs> but I check her
3: pulse
4: okay you check her pulse meanwhile the referee is kind of like you know try, he's pulled the lever the things are, the fight is over he's trying to get into the cage to administer okay. first aid and stuff okay yeah you check her pulse
3: okay uh, okay yeah check her pulse how is she
4: I was waiting for you to roll for it
3: oh right yeah. well what do I roll for I've checking someone's pulse I've made
4: it your fault if she's dead
3: <laughs> I mean really all I'm rolling for is whether I successfully check her pulse or not so. yeah that's
4: true um okay make it I suppose <laughs> it sounds like finesse okay
3: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. alright I'll tell you but what I,
4: w- I will roll to see if she's alive
3: because if I fail it it might just be that I'm very bad at taking pulses because <laughs> yeah. I was never medically trained I got
4: a couple of twos so two couple of twos um, yeah. you cannot find oh wait no
3: that wasn't I should really have only rolled wait no I haven't got any dots in finesse oh
4: well so, then we was... roll. We do roll two and take the worst result which is oh so, okay yeah. two um, right you, there we go you cannot find a pulse the referee who runs in knocks you aside and quickly establishes <laughs> out of my way and establishes quickly yeah. she is alive she is alive because her fortune roll was a five. Oh sweet uh, Cool. hooray I
3: roar All right. it is good to be it is good to be back
4: yeah uh, I couldn't
3: co- have yelled that if she was dead, is the thing. <laughs> yeah,
4: it wouldn't have
5: seemed fair. It,
3: that would have been. It would have, hit
4: different. To have killed someone different. Yes. It would have hit different. But yes. she's not dead, so yay.
3: It's good to be back. Cool. I, I roar at the crowd.
4: Daphne in the crowd, in sort of call and response, almost immediately shouts mm.
3: Raid! Blue coats!
4: And like yes, immediately, people start panicking. Sprinting towards the one exit, there's a bit of a, you know crush as they're, as they're, as everyone's trying to get out of there. The place is emptying out. It's emptying out. Um, cool. it, apart from I suppose like staff and, and and people who work there, the blue coats in Volisport have a a real nasty reputation for unnecessary uh, violence and brutality and abuse of power. So know if if people know that the blue coats are coming, it can't be good for them.
3: The cage is no longer electrified. Yep. But I already I, I pre. I pre-prepared part of the cage and I want to do it so I wreck that part of the cage anyway
4: cool yeah you, I like yeah. boot
3: boot my way out of the cage as yeah. if I'm trying to flee flee the scene as well because it's a raid yeah you
4: know? there's a terrific it's, it's perfectly w- natural, terrific Spartan I want kick to and it sort of flies yeah. out <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah yeah. okay good Great. I just didn't want that flashback to be wasted no
4: well it wasn't wasted <laughs> all for
3: nothing Every good.
4: people who are fleeing look over their shoulder and go wow that was cool <laughs> good
3: excellent cool I look around for Barnaby in the rush you don't see the- him in the hubbub, and I don't see him, so uh, I assume he's already made it outside, even though that wasn't the plan, Barnaby. And I, I make a move for the stairs along with everyone else.
4: You are out. Daphne is out. Um, you are all out, in fact, of the building, and I think we'll probably call the score, score there. Uh-oh! So to recap yes. on where we are, yes. um, you managed to stash the takings mm-hmm. uh, in event. Nobody mm-hmm. knows that they are in there or where they are, which is cool. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, Barnaby was spirited away by Rosie and Josie before uh, he was able to tell anyone what had happened with the money. <laughs> um, so uh, Zilla looks an
3: awful lot like Barnaby has escaped. <laughs> has escaped with the like all take.
4: the money. Except you did. Except Zilla, I you did, did see you, you saw Rosie and Josie. Spooky, you just,
3: spooky girls. Yeah. yeah,
4: and you saw that when Barnaby was, you know, left, he didn't have the all the money with him, which I'll remind you is quite a lot of his own money plus all of the Indeed. gang's finances. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You meet up with Daphne, um, like in an alley beforehand, and kind of share the information you have, which isn't mm. loads. Mm. And I think at this point, uh, the only option you have is to retreat to Eleanor's largely legal antiques. Um, okay. Try and group up with everyone, group up with the rest of the gang, and figure out a next move and we will call it there. Cool. Suspense.
5: Suspense.
4: Such suspense. Such suspense. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and watching. Thank you so much, Mike and Jane, for your incredible role-playing and uh, inspiring ideas throughout that. That was a really fun one. Um, For me, anyway. Thanks, Uh,
5: Luke. Thank you.
3: Credit to Luke for a smashing cliffhanger mm. there at the end of that episode.
5: Totally Hold unexpected. Um, yeah, you know, my my reactions were genuine. I had no idea that this was happening. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, a really fun episode in general. I think um, Luke probably shredded his voice even more than he did during the Iron Hooks bounty one because he basically created a a pro wrestler character for this one. It seems. Um, I feel like Luke
3: is a professional enough and sort of musically proficient enough that he's probably done one of those training courses where you learn how to scream and yell without without mangling your vocal cords. Have you yeah. seen those? Like yeah. metal singers learn how to do really, you know, yeah. harsh kind of vocal stuff without damaging themselves.
5: I guess it's from um, lower in the throat or something. I don't know. I actually no I
3: follow some voice actors, some video game voice actors on Instagram. And one of them is hosting, like, an online seminar for, like, how to do combat barks and yells. Wow. So if you're not into video games, it's combat barks and yells is, like, the stuff that the enemies are yelling, like, grenade out or, like, get him or reloading or, ah, when they die. Anyway, this voice actor is doing a course on, like, how to do those kind of barks and and yells without, like, damaging your throat. Because obviously if you're recording, like, a hundred of those back-to-back, it's quite, quite intense.
5: I really um, I really struggle when it's like a loud environment, and I'm trying to talk to people by the end of yeah. like, but you get I give about half an hour in, and my voice just
6: completely, just completely
3: It's probably shattered. something about projecting from the diaphragm. It's always about bloody mm. projecting from the diaphragm. Um, I remember an interview with I'm pretty sure it was pretty sure it was Nolan North or Troy Baker, one of like the top tier voice actors of yeah. our time, talking about how hard it is to do, like I think it was Nolan North because it was about um an uncharted nathan drake yell. Mm. you know if if you're dying you're like okay nolan now we'll just get 10 variations on you falling to your death (laughs) and you can imagine like doing a death scream like 20 times is gonna really take its toll um so you have gotta find ways to protect protect your throat Um, and anyway my point is i just wonder if luke has that has that capability we'll We'll have have to ask him him, yeah Yeah. we'll
5: have to ask him um yeah this was uh this was a really really fun episode i thought um I, i I think uh you know from a a sort of barnaby perspective like this is the the most out of his comfort zone he has been so far like you know dead man's debt it was a very posh house so kind of he he understands that and even iron hooks bounty was a ship but it was like a fancy party going on and lots of stuff going on there whereas this is an underground fight club you know full of the sort of people barnaby does not hang around with at all Mm, so real fish
3: out of water moment
5: yeah, and I think he um just utterly fails to ingratiate himself with the crowd, from what I can tell, or anyone really in that in the entire session, probably <laughs> Zilla included. Um, but yeah, it was good, and it was a bit of a you know I think it was always this episode was always heading towards Zilla ending up in a in an illegal fight.
3: I mean, how could you not? Exactly. That was definitely like the gravi- the the gravi- gravitational pull of the yes. of the fighting cage mm. was was definitely a thing. So
5: yeah, it was really good fun. This one, um, I had fun with all the all the blades in the dark stuff, but um, but yeah, in particular this one, and just uh, yeah, just just really, I, I, you, you know me. When I play tabletop stuff, I like to be as a, a bit of a problem sometimes. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I don't always want yeah. to be part of the solution. Sometimes I want to be part of the problem, and uh, there were many many opportunities for Barnaby to be part of the problem. But it was a it was a successful. Successful heist, apart from the kidnapping at the end. Like otherwise,
3: and that wasn't your up. fault.
5: Not really. Was your fault. Literally yeah. nothing I could do about it. Um, didn't I think it's have fun having a
3: a character whose role in the party is to be the additional problem. Yeah. Um, especially because we're playing so like suboptimally. Anyway, we're <laughs> yeah. really trying to tell a fun story, not necessarily trying to of you course. know pick up the most experience points and get out with the most loot kind of thing.
5: Mm. yeah we're not really like min maxing this stuff are we oh no um, it's oh, more no, about no. it's more about the ride and the story um yeah. and um yeah i i yeah i do enjoy uh i even do it i do it with Egbert a bit in the Oxventure adventure stuff as well like sometimes if it if it feels in character to to refuse to do something or to do something that is potentially going to endanger you or your party members but it's in character mm. i think that's totally justified um mm-hmm. so I think what's funny
3: about Zilla is that I went out to create a character who was very different to Prudence, Mm. but actually in their affinity for violence, they're quite (laughs) similar. So I think as hard as you try to get away from your, you know, kind of default archetype, Mm. there's always something like pulling you back. And again, it's a game that's not as heavily based on combat as Dungeons & Dragons, but combat is, you know, is often at the kind of the heart of... The conflict and action of an episode so
5: yeah i think it's so... um it's it's sort of like uh i mean the, you you could you could argue that egbert and barnaby are quite different characters in terms of their like you know their approach to life and their their um you know outlook i suppose but the two the, the common thread between the two of them is it's it's just chaos isn't it and obviously chaos is my preferred way of playing video games and 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 Barnaby is a quite a chaotic character mm. insofar as he's he's, he's impulsive, right? Yeah. And and impulsive stuff often ends ends badly in a in a scenario where you're trying to plan and you know particularly something like a heist, you know. Um, so I guess that's like you say, yeah. I, I again I tried to build Barnaby to be different from Egbert, and I think in the things he sort of says, um, he's different. But in terms of just the the predilection for chaos, I think that's probably the through line.
3: Mm. it's interesting those through lines that emerge i think
5: i think it's about how much how you enjoy playing right like i i have a very short attention span and so like or, I, I don't think i'd ever want to be playing a D thing where we spend too much time planning a sort of perfect you know a perfect setup and then we execute it expertly and even you know even though the dice rolls might not always go our way, it's it's sort of watertight enough to work. I kind of like the wheels falling off things because that's when you have to improvise and think on your feet. And for me, that's the fun bit of tabletop is that, uh-oh, something's gone horribly wrong. Mm. Now what? Now how do we fix it?
3: Um... Egbert is quite unlike Barnaby. I feel like Egbert's probably... I don't know if he's taken a vow of poverty. He's not mm. a monk, but...
5: No. But he's <laughs> very—he's he, he's very he's very not wealthy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He was wandering, yeah. you know, he was traveling the road on his own and stuff and, and...
3: a starving paladin. Exactly.
5: Yeah, basically. <laughs> um whereas Barnaby is phenomenally wealthy. Um yeah. to, you know, to the point where it's actually sort of a almost a narrative problem that Barnaby is so wealthy. Uh, but he just simply refuses to, you know, he's in this for the fun and not for the for the earning. Only... Everyone else in the <laughs> everyone else in the Our Blades in the Dark crew are trying to earn money. You know, they try- the the point of doing the crimes is to make money and right. And things like that um and barnaby doesn't really care and doesn't need the money at all he's just there for a laugh basically yeah
3: that is the narrative not difficulty but yeah the narrative wrinkle of having a very rich character in a game about heisting he could, he often could for solve money. all yeah. of our problems
5: by just like, throwing some of his wealth
3: yeah all. when we're deeply in debt barnaby could yeah could write it all off
5: simply refuses <laughs> because yeah. he's a terrible person
3: because he's a terrible, terrible person yeah um fun though. Fun to play someone who's not even like chaotic evil or, or lawful evil, but just kind of
5: chaotic d- indifferent, I think jerk. is, is yeah. what Barnaby is basically. <laughs> yeah. Just doesn't care. His own um, corner
3: of the moral alignment chart. Yeah.
5: So I talked a bit about this with Ellen when we were previously um recording the podcast. But it's a real fine line to walk in terms of like whether our wonderful listeners uh will actually like like Barnaby or hate him. And I, I feel like with that kind of character, it would be so easy to slip into the kind of actually making him quite a dislikable character. Because he does some fairly bad things, you know, like it says some fairly rotten things. So I was sort of, I was mindful of, I was mindful throughout like recording Blades of, of not going too far into the, yeah, I wanted to be a, a lovable asshole rather than like just an asshole, asshole, basically. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I think you probably have a good instinct for what's beyond the pale when it comes to lovable mm. jerk versus actual jerk. You know, actual terrible person.
5: Yeah, I, I, I feel like when we recorded Blades, I always felt like a a, a lot of. Pre- I feel like Egbert is a bit, a bit more sort of a, a lovable a,
3: a, goof. A, yeah, a
5: lovable goof. Quite, quite an easy character to kind of t- to play almost. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas with Barnaby, I always felt a lot of pressure to be true to his character in yeah. in all scenarios and when you don't when you literally have no preparation no idea what you're going to be doing that's quite it can be quite true i think i suppose it's self-imposed pressure but i um but also you know we were all, i think we were all operating really really at a really high level in blades like i think our characters were brilliant and everyone was doing such a good job there was also pressure from that you know like i want to make sure i'm you know it's not. It's not a competition, but you want to make sure that you're like mate, staying at the same level as everyone else in in the kind of role playing thing throughout. Yes. And um, yeah, I definitely felt, felt and pressure
3: the pressure, uh, unusual pressure in our case of playing these extremely small, intimate, intensive, yes, two player, one GM g- games. Basically,
6: yeah, yeah,
5: absolutely. Yeah, uh,
3: where there's nowhere to hide, and yeah. you're on. You're going to be on fifty percent of the time. Give or take, yeah. so there's and if no it's like two-hour
5: recording. Back. That's you know, there's probably an hour of, of of talking, you know, an hour of making decisions at the very least.
3: I do remember the recordings being quite intense. Yeah,
5: mm. but yeah, a lot of fun to play. To play. Yeah, Bobby, happy though, with I...
3: the results. Next week on the Oxventure podcast, we're going to be listening to the Dreadful Dimmer Sisters, which is the inevitable follow-up to Barney being kidnapped by well, Rosie not in- and Josie.
5: Not inevitable because they could have just left him. You know, as we've established, he's a bit of a problem child. So (laughs) maybe they should have just gone, okay, he's been kidnapped. Uh, But but I guess they think, well, he's the only one who knows where the take is, right? So I guess that's why they're going back for him. (laughs) Not for any other reason. Not to have him around the place. He's not very much help. He refuses Mm -hmm. to open the door and cook and things like that.
3: Yeah, but you should definitely come back for that because it's the... Phase one finale. So I guess like the mid-season finale. Mm. And it's got four out of five of our customary players. So plus Luke, obviously. So join us next time for the Dreadful Dimmer Sisters. And check out PAX tickets if you want to come see us at PAX East in Boston. Maybe that's local to you.
5: We would love to see you there.
3: We would love to see you there. Great news. In that the Oxventure figurines are now shipping. If you've ordered an Oxventure figurine, it should be with you or with you shortly. Mm. So Send us pictures.
5: Yeah, we've had a few pictures through already of people who've received theirs. And it's really cool to see them out in the wild.
3: I just um, saw a lovely photograph of an Egbert figurine on a shelf with lots of other yeah. other figurines from other IPs. And it's it looked like awesome.
5: he was a doing a... Thing kickflip over something i can't remember what yeah. it was but some He's other gonna ramp over some other
3: someone's funko yeah. pop or <laughs> exactly. something so um lovely to see those yeah do do tweet at us with pictures as you yeah. get them because it's really gratifying to mm. see them out in the wild okay otherwise that's it for this week we hope you enjoyed and we thank you for being here thanks for listening so we'll catch you next time on the adventure DD podcast bye see you then.
6: bye